Now, Betty, um, what are we going to do tonight? I'm going to kick some ass! <laughs> Chicago, where the fires serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the streets. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Hell yeah, <laughs> he's back. Episode 87 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago, use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. Vamos! <laughs> oh boy, he's bilingual now. As always, <laughs> I am Big Z, and I'm here with my boy E-Rock. What up, What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If you're a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans, and on Instagram at True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans. Go on over there and click on support and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month. Hey, do you like the show? I do. Are you a fan? I am. Well, tell your friends and they will tell their friends and we can all be friends, ladies I mean, and gentlemen. Yeah. Springtime is on its way and maybe you need a fresh start. So let me tell you about a great opportunity with our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring, ACSI is a proud partner of Comcast and Astound, powered by RCN. Fans, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. The ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIAS 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today. ACSI is an equal opportunity employer. Go get you a job. Please go get a job. Z, what's up, brother? How you doing? How was your week? Uh, you're a little busy, a little busy. It was uh, St. Patrick's Day, so uh, I didn't participate in that. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed my ass home. Uh -huh. uh, tons of uh, Twitter watching. Uh, you know, that's my job. I got the Twitter. Uh, so lots of baseball news, updates. Uh, the baseball's back, baby. White Sox and Cubs making moves. So, you know, it, this is my Christmas. This is my Christmas. Yeah. I we, love it. We, we, we've been talking about it, like how it gives, gives us that. That hope that yeah. spring is on its way and that summer is on its way. And yeah. I mean, how many times after the show last year did we go, 
outside and grill and bring the TV out there and watch baseball. Where you know what I mean? Kids are in the pool outside, just hanging out, drinking and, and smoking cigars, and just that's, that's the life. best that's part life. of the year. I mean, especially when you start to get a little bit older in your thirties and forties, like yeah, I'm gonna stay home and I'm gonna find things to do at home. So that's the best. But that's right. Put put those Rockies on ice and uh, fire up yeah. the grill. That's right. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I got, I got really bogged up with a lot of chores. Uh, you know, I don't have an old house, and so the apartment gets uh, needs some maintenance. Uh, pipes get old. You got to fix some pipes and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Chores, you know, laundry and all that stuff. And me being a single guy doing that all about myself, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it at all. I need to be rich. I do my own laundry anyway. <laughs> I hate it. I spent so many years fixing washers that I get very frustrated if someone else touches my laundry. I'm like, <laughs> you ain't doing it right. You ain't doing it right. You ain't doing it it don't matter who it is. I need to start watching those TikTok videos on how to fold stuff correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Tuesday night, as usual, we did great as a team. Uh, I bowled my ass off the first game, and uh, after that, it went downhill. And I wasn't even drinking. That's right. This uh, man did not drink on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can't see this in the studio, but we do have a lie detector test uh, <laughs> hooked up. When you said no, the lie detector test determined that was a lie. <laughs> And that shit is going all over the crowd. I will yeah. show you my scores. I take a picture of my scores every week, no matter how good or bad I do. Okay. No, I'm just talking about the, the fact that you said you weren't drinking. That's that's the problem that I have. I didn't. Yeah, I don't believe you. Everybody everybody was hungover, so nobody bought beer. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to buy beer either. <laughs> I'm like, if no one's drinking, I'm not drinking either. So I need to work out my consistency. Also, you know, just a lot of behind the scenes stuff. I know you do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of stuff. Gigantor does a lot of stuff. So we're all uh, collaborating on a bunch of stuff that is coming up for the next couple months and for the summer because. Because that is our busy, busy time. Absolutely. What about you, E? What you been up to? Man, look, I got some some news. I'll be traveling all over the place this summer for work, so that should be fun. I'll be going down to Atlanta. Ooh, um, Atlanta. Uh, you yeah, can get some wings? You going to go get some wings? I don't know. Maybe. See if I can have them delivered. I ain't going wherever the hell you got them from. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not touching that shit. But yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's called the Southern Fried Gaming uh, Fest or whatever it is, so that'll be cool. Um, and then I'll be going over to San Jose, California, Ooh. also in July, my first time in Cali. So that should be fun. And then just like last year, I'll be going up to MGC, the Milwaukee, was it the Midwest Gaming Classic? Yeah. Uh, I'll be going up there at the end of April. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then huh. uh, we also had the... Uh, didn't Mikey said he come? We wanted to come up to uh, Milwaukee with us. That is true. That so is true. that we can book a whole weekend around that. Uh, yeah, maybe we could do that. Maybe yep. we could do that. We'll, we'll have to figure out when we can slot that in. Logistics, that's, logistics. That's right. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, like we had the the, the new Rush pinball game came out like uh, yeah. not too long ago. So there was a launch party last night at Bottom Lounge. Uh, so I took my daughter and her friend over there. Ever since I took my daughter to uh, Pin uh, Pin Expo the first time, she yeah. started loving playing pinball. So I took her up there, and she brought her friend who had never played so you know younger kids try to get them into some of the old school type of games and uh yeah then we went to the uh, movies hang out we actually tried to go bowling man because i was like what am i supposed to do with these two 12 year old kids <laughs> you know what i mean so i was like all right we stopped by wavelet and they says nope you can't come in why you don't have a reservation all the lanes are full yeah, it's it's and, a popular sport, man. And at the same time, I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, you see me pull up with two kids, they're like, nah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, from the security guard, that's a that's a very delicate way to uh, kick someone out. But no, it's hard to get into the lanes during the weekends, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's just jam packed, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just I just thought it was like something fun to do. Yeah. and I was like, all right, look, there's an arcade there. We'll go do that. But y'all mm-hmm. got to bowl one game with me. Yeah. You know, and they're like, all right, I'll take the trade off. But yeah, I mean, aside from that, you know, my adventures in thrifting. Uh, oh last boy. week, I talked about the uh, the championship bulls rings that I acquired. Well, this year or this year, this time, 
this week I found a really cool uh, one of those uh, 90s plaques, plaques. Yeah. and this one was Ryan Sandberg Rhino with the the, the 8 by 10 and a couple of uh, cards so that's going to be joining the wall here where, uh, where are you going to make space man? oh I already know right here it's going to go up there I'm going to move some sh- uh, stuff around like I did last week but we already have one of these old school plaques with Sammy Sosa up here we got Walter Payton and we got a Jermaine Dial over here and, and the other ones are kind of more more recent so that, that'll go up there with those guys and kind of make it uh, ladies and gentlemen I know you can't see this but it looks like a giant puzzle here <laughs> <laughs> that's what he has to do take these things out and yeah. figure out how they no, fit no I already know how I'm going to do it I'm gonna, that's, that's coming and then this will go up there and then Sammy will go right here I already, I already figured it out, man. You're, dro- I, yeah. you're dropping Sammy? Say, well, I mean, to put Rhino up there, yeah, I'll put, I'll, we'll switch places. Okay. I'll, I'll put Rhino up there. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's, 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 just doing what I do, man. Doing what I do. Getting yeah, dude, you, you've got a horseshoe up your, you know, where, oh, uh, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, all the way up there. This, everything here is from the thrift store. Pretty much, pretty much most About of the ninety percent of hey, it. You know, hey, look, if I ever do a colonoscopy, they're going to be pulling a bunch of horseshoes. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Uh, we got somewhat special this week. Yes, this week back again. Y te lo dice Enrique Calderón. Pasó, yes. muchachos? That's yeah, right. Baby. He joins us to talk sports, music, and movies along what he's been up to since we talked to him last year on episode 26. That seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, wait. It it's, was, it's good to have you in studio. Yes. We're starting to have people in here, so it's great. We had Mikey O uh, last week, yeah. so it's really, really cool to see you. Uh, I mean, this is our first time meeting in person. Yeah, absolutely. Not well, a Zoom no, no, call. No. We, we met at your little party. Oh, yeah, that's right. At the one anniversary. Yeah, 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 he yeah. might have been a little bit inebriated. <laughs> a little bit. A little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Not like Chris, but yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I was inebriated. Just, uh, people were just handing me stuff, and I didn't know what it was, and I was just drinking it, but we all had a great time at that event and uh, maybe we'll plan one this year. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't know. I think I think this year we got to do something a little bit different. That's not in the basement. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be a pool party. I couldn't look. I couldn't resist the last year. Back door entryway. But, but, yeah. but you the, know the story about that place is when you walk out of the back door of yeah. that place was the alley. That's where I grew up. Yeah. Literally, my house was right there. In the alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So it was just it was cool. Like it was super nostalgic for me. And once we got a chance to have a venue in like literally the neighborhood, the block. That I grew up on, I couldn't pass it up. That's yeah, and it, it being a gra- all graffitied out, yeah. I was like, once I saw it, I was like, I got a book, and that's that's him, that's him. Like, yeah, I had to do it, man. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that night was definitely a little fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we got stirring a pot at always, as always. What you looking at? What you looking at? And a sneak peek of Enrique's brand new single. Entre los Rios available on all streaming platforms on March 26. Book that into your uh, iCal, your Google Cal. Your hey, write that down if you're old. I don't know, man. <laughs> Wait a minute, are you are you making fun of the notes I just wrote down before the hey, show? Hey, it's where it fits, man. Whatever it fits. But man, hey, March 26th. That's what's up. That's the day before my birthday. We'll be going over to Tennessee, so I know what I'm gonna be listening to for a whole week up in the up in the mountains. And I just hope that uh, you know some of these. Uh, these uh, uh, melanin challenge folks don't uh, come beating down my door, but yeah, man, better watch got, out. We got all that to talk about today, uh, and of course, uh, you know, starting to pot and what you're looking at, like you said. Yeah. But first, this is the big three with Big Z. Thanks, E Rock. I'm Big Z, and you guys are not. What? That's right. What? <laughs> now for today's stories. 
no, I'm doing three things at the same time. Uh-huh. Story number one: Lawyers for woman suing Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. She says she isn't motivated by money. I'm going to call bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Lawyers for a 25-year-old congressional aide who is suing Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones released a statement Thursday saying that their client isn't motivated by money, but instead wants a judge to toss out an agreement that attempts to prohibit her from stating who her real father is. Mm -hmm. Yo soy tu papá. (laughs) Yo soy tu papá. The woman, Alexandra Davis, who lives in the D.C. area, was not motivated by fame or fortune when she filed the lawsuit on March 3rd against Jones, alleging that the billionaire is her biological father, her lawyers said in a statement. Take it away. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for him to bust out the Michael Jackson and be like, and the kid is not my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I definitely want to see the Maury Povich. Oh, this got to go out Maury. I mean, this would be great. the father. Yeah, yeah. I mean, How- how old is Maury Povich now? He's in the seventies. Like a hundred? Yeah, like one hundred fifteen, I think. I mean, we're just, I think we just shorted him by fifteen years. Yeah. He's old. I can't. First of all, yeah. hey, isn't he? He's still married to Connie Chung. Yeah, Connie Chung. Yeah, yeah. 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 A, a actual journalist who's well respected in the community. And then there's well, yeah, she does the real work, and he just goes and plays. And then there's the baby mama drama of right. Maury Povich. How how did that happen, man? Wasn't he like a, a he, more he, reputable show back in the day? He was, but and then they, I believe that they adopted children. Uh, so that was where it can stem from. Wait a minute, what the fuck? That's terrible. He, his, him and his, and his wife decided to adopt kids. Yeah, they do take from that be like, hey, let's find out who the babies, who the, who the daddies the baby, are. Who the baby daddy is. <laughs> well, you know, Jerry Springer went, went one way. He had to go the other way. Uh, well, Jerry Springer went a whole lot of ways. <laughs> you ever been to the Springer show? Uh, no, I was funny enough not to go. I went to, uh, what is that, uh, Jones, Jenny Jones. Jenny I went to Jenny Jones. I went. I went to Jenny Jones, and I went to Jerry Springer. And it was like Jenny Jones was weird because it was yes. like a spring break reunion show. Be like, yeah, we did Whoa. it in the Bahamas. Where are you now? Be like, pregnant. That's where you are. <laughs> I know someone who was on a Jerry Springer show. No. <laughs> oh, now you got to spill that tea, man. Spill that tea. This is back in my high school days. So when it was very first uh, on, and they used to do those uh, bachelor party. Oh my mm. god. So my friends. They were they did a bachelor party and you can see in his underwear you getting spanked by the, by the stripper. <laughs> that, that that's when they did like the too wild for TV, too hot for TV. That's what that Hilarious. I remember. That was, yeah, oh yeah, my goodness. I think he's still married. I, I mean, oh I, wow, I lucky oh, him! Wow, lucky him. So I mean, look, I mean, we this is this is Jerry Jones' kid, right? I mean. And he, I don't know. I've, do we have? Do we have the pictures up here? I don't think we have the pictures. It up doesn't no. matter. I mean, I, first of all, do you believe that Jerry Jones would do some shit like this? Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, he spread his seeds all over the country. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I mean, yeah, Jerry, Jerry. I mean, come on, bro. You don't need to look. Jerry Jones, Jenny Jones, Maury Povich. But I don't give a fuck. You are. You are the father. Don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> For real. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well, hey, they're not they're not lying about all the puzzle pieces up in this. I'm telling you, cave. and then if you'll come back next week, it'll be completely different. <laughs> uh, and, that, taking, and that's just in here. Are you taking out the original Sammy Sosa. I'm sw- I'm I'm moving him down. That's original, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, no, he's he's just getting moved. I got Sammy other places in here. All right, here's as long as you keep the brown Sammy Sosa. <laughs> the brown Sammy, oh no. <laughs> Oh, man, that's staying in the show. Oh, man. All right. Story number two. Uh, this one's a weird one, fellas. 
report of six Army football players that overdosed on fentanyl laced cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, why are the football players taking cocaine? That's another story. Because they're at a party. Probably. The U.S. Military Academy, uh, Academy and fire rescue officials dropped some shocking news on Friday that at least two of the school's cadets, including a football player, were involved in a situation with six people overdosed in fentanyl-laced cocaine at a Florida vacation home during spring break. Hey, ding, ding, ding. Hmm. Hmm. Two of the six were in critical condition and on ventilators, while three were in stable condition and one has been released, according to the report below. The U.S. Military Academy is aware of the situation involving West Point Canada, uh, cadets, which occurred Thursday night in Wilton Manors, Florida. The Army stayed in, a, in the Sun Sentinel. The incident is currently under investigation and no other details are available at the time. This is wild. That's some scary shit. Yeah, that's when you buy stuff that you, from somewhere you don't know. And um, yeah, it's got baking soda and Ajax in it. Yeah, I mean, it, so it looks like there was one. There was one army football player was among those that were hospitalized. Right. Uh, it was a bunch of West uh, Point cadets. I mean, you know, if you have any any friends or family that are military, they go through a lot of like very traumatic shit anyway. So I, you know, I, are they doing drugs? Yeah, of course they are. I mean, but yeah, I mean, like it, it looks like uh, I'm just kind of looking over some of the reports here. There, there was uh, another player that was involved, but he wasn't hospitalized. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, two people of six victims, two were in critical condition, like you said, mm-hmm. two were in stable condition. But it's it's scary. I mean, you're just going out to, to a party and trying to have a good time, and yeah, hey, maybe they're trying to party. Don't fuck with the booger sugar, man, because that shit'll get you. Yeah. I- you you know, along with your podcast, I listen to a lot of other like comedy podcasts. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was an incident last year uh, at the comedy store in L.A. No shit, where four comedians died because Oof. of the same thing. Yeah, you're buying stuff that you don't know what's in it. That's right. Wow, that's that's scary, man. That's hey. scary. Mm-mm. Hey, stay with uh, yeah, bro. Nancy Reagan. Don't do drugs. No, hey. <laughs> yeah, that worked out well. Yeah, wait, Say no. Guess guess what? You uh, uh, weed just looks like weed. Weed is weed. I mean, you know what I mean. They, they got the weed store now. If you go to the weed store, I'd be like, "Hey, can I have some weed?" They'd be like, uh, "Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can buy some. Yes, weed. you can. So just go to the weed store. Go but you know, weed. at least at the weed store, you know, it's regulated now. So that's yeah. that's what You're I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get you some candies and cookies and lollipops. And well, unless you go to the to the dentist, then you're getting regulated cocaine. Mm-hmm. That is true. That yeah. is. That I was, yeah. I do need to make an appointment. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all need your teeth clean, huh? (laughs) All right. Story number three: A Florida man ID'd after human remains found near a large alligator that was guarding the body part. (laughs) Yummy. I wonder where this was found. Is this Hmm. the movie Hook? Indian Town, Florida. Oh, Detectives wow. in Florida are investigating after a woman who saw what she believed was a human arm inside the alligator's mouth. Martin County crime scene detective searched an area inside the Hungry Land. <laughs> this just gets better and better. <laughs> Preserved Thursday after the remains were found near a canal filled with alligators on Wednesday. She was out there doing her job and she saw that that she thought was an alligator in the water in the body part was in right next to the right which looked like to be a human arm the sheriff said that florida florida fish and wildlife conservation commission then searched the area and found what the alligator was holding they actually did find not not too far what where they were standing was a human arm um okay it's florida yeah so these wild stories usually come from florida you know what probably happened that was probably one of fucking joe exotic's friends (laughs) 
Because, like, you know, like, three of them motherfuckers died since that. I have not watched that. No, you don't have to watch it. Just uh, watch the news. They keep it like, oh, yeah, Billy Job, Billy Bob died this week from, you know, doing fentanyl-laced cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> he probably did some of that. And, and then fed him to a fucking gator. It's either that or it's Mr. Chubb's hand, you know, from Happy Gilmore. Oh, no. shit. <laughs> That's a callback. <laughs> got the whole arm, man. You got more than he bargained for. Shit. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's people are getting stupider and stupider as we go on, or it's just that the news is just so fast that we can find news about stupid oh, people no it's 100 percent the news because and i tell people that they say oh man i can't this world is so terrible i says let me explain something to you this world always been terrible okay you think about like all the bad shit that's happened through the world up to this point the difference is now when something happens in japan you hear about the same day before you heard about it like months three months later, ago yeah. like oh man did you hear six people died in japan like yeah that was like 15 minutes ago <laughs> you know it's a big difference now yeah and with everything going on in the world i'd rather listen the stories like these oh yeah yeah <laughs> right. yeah we we try to keep we try to keep it like uh hey do you have any update on your boy the pig man yeah man so like uh my boy the pig man yeah <laughs> so this was the uh the first person to have his failing heart replaced with that of a genetically altered pig in a groundbreaking operation died last week uh at university of maryland medical center two months after the transplant surgery david bennett senior who was uh who lived in maryland he was 57 he had severe heart disease and he agreed to receive the experimental pig's heart after he was rejected from several waiting lists to receive a human heart they really don't know uh, what the quote-unquote cause of death was i would say it's the fucking pig part in your body that's probably what killed you but th there was a big the big thing about this guy was that apparently when they went back and did some investigating he was a total piece of shit so he probably had a pig heart to begin with i mean wow. <laughs> i'm just gonna say bacon I mean, that's, <laughs> bacon. That's, bacon? What, that's what did it And he's not talking about the X-Sox player either <laughs> No, no, not Gordon Beckham No, no, no I mean, this is just a wasp It's like putting a Honda part in a Jeep It's just not going to work sometimes yeah, you Jeeps know, are cool Yeah, Jeeps are cool yeah. But this Jesus like Christ putting like Honda parts in a Pinto yeah, It's like, you know, he, he probably had too much bacon That had messed up his heart Yeah And he put another piece of bacon in it And him. it's like, wait a second, this is part of our stuff <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah, We're eating ourselves here. He's over here sitting there like the remember them dog commercials? Bacon, 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 bacon. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So on a, on a serious note, I want to wish a speedy recovery to uh WWE wrestler Etor Big E Ewan. He sustained an injury very gnarly, and I didn't show it to E because he gets uh, um yep. Uh, queasy. Nope. Uh, sure. So he was wrestling nope. last yeah last Friday. He was wrestling. Um, they were outside the ring, and the and the person he was um, wrestling, Rich Holland, kind of gave him like a belly to belly suplex, and he landed directly on his head. Uh, and he broke his, his uh, um, he broke his his neck. He uh, fractured C one and C seven. Fortunately, no displacement, and he has uh, all feelings in his extremities. He just has two bro uh, broken vertebrae. So he is definitely going to be out for a while. And uh, speedy recovery. A lot of people love this man uh, just because he's he's a really good guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not a huge WWE fan. I don't know if you guys know who Tom Segura is, but he yeah, let, yeah. He, he let a lot of wwe fans have it about how it's not real and fake but this makes it very real and that's and that's the thing that i well, try to explain to the people. results are fake yes right. well i mean like here, here's the thing like you can call it scripted or whatever you want but you can't script a broken neck no, you can't get you can't script being thrown from the top even if you're getting hit with a chair if you're not laying down and then that chair hits the actual mat you're getting hit with the fucking chair yeah, yeah you know yeah, what i mean no, no, remember the table the dudley boys at tlc match yeah. you can't 
Mick Foley jumped from the top of a cage. You can't fake that. Yeah, you know, no, what I mean? he got thrown twenty feet off the top of the cage Remember into a his, table. His, his like tooth came through his bottom lip and all. Like, yeah, all yeah, crazy yeah. he got thrown through the through the cage. Yeah. The chair that was next to him when he got thrown through the cage fell on top of his mouth, and then the tooth went up through his nose. Yeah. So you yeah you can't fake injuries. Yeah. Obviously, we know wrestling is fake. Yes, yeah, we yeah, do. Sure. There's results and all that. That's all no, fake. It, it ain't. It, here's it's scripted. Thing. It's fake. It's scripted. scripted. There's a lot a big difference between fake and scripted. And yeah, scripted. Right, right. Don't don't tell a wrestler it's fake. They're gonna absolutely. they're gonna kick your ass. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Or or a forty year old who like watches all the damn wrestling and WWE and all that shit. You know what I mean? On the WWE network and shout out to Jay Gantor. He does watch a lot. He watches a lot. He watches everything. Tell him not to watch Tom Segura. Hey, wait. I love Tom Segura. Wait, wasn't Tom the one that that broke his arm and his leg at the same time trying to dunk? Yeah, that's right. That was the most gnarly thing I've ever seen. Because his arm was like chicken wing back. And he, then they're telling him, like, get up. He's like, he I can't. can't. He I can't. At the same time and everything. Yeah. He, he, he was like fucking Peter Griffin when he fights the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are great, though. Oh, yeah, they definitely are great. I'm Big Z, and that's news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, this is Mikey O, and you're listening to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Don't forget to visit Mikey O at Mikey O Show or www.mikeyoshow.com. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh, yeah. This is The Loop, our Chicago sports roundup where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Z, brother, what is going on with C-Red Nation and the Chicago Bulls? Oh, boy, the Chicago Bulls. Man, I, I, I watch every Bulls game now. It's ridiculous how now I'm addicted to the Bulls. Well, I mean, there was no baseball, but it is what it is. The Chicago Bulls are on a two-game winning streak, and Alex Caruso is back, baby. He's definitely made a presence felt as the defensive intensity has ramped up. The Bulls held the Cavs to under 100 points. Uh, the last time that this happened was Caruso's last game in January where he got hurt, uh, right before he got hurt. We are getting healthier and the rules are being redefined for many players. Ball and the paw should be back in a matter of a couple weeks, so just look out. I just want to say that I called the games last week. I got them all right. That plus a nickel will get you a whole fucking nickel. Like, 
Congratulations, I guess. I mean, I, hey, hey, I'm, I, well, I, I'm oh, making some money on FanDuel. Okay, you're gonna tell that story. Tell me about how much money you made. Don't tell me I was right. Good for you. I don't. I mean, tell me how. Okay, how much that's, money? How, how much, much money? How yeah, much money do we make? <laughs> <laughs> now we sound like you're my wife. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, we spend enough time together, man. So I made a couple hundred. I made a couple hundred. I do cook for you too. You do? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, your wife does. No, I, hey, I've cooked. Yeah, I made chili. <laughs> you did. It was amazing. I, I shouted you out. Your chili's awesome. What can I say? Uh, yeah, so I was right. So next week they have the Jazz and the PG Less Suns. So yeah. uh, they, I believe they split these games. Yeah, uh, look, the, the Jazz is going to be the, the harder test right yes. now because we look at what's going on with that team. That is, I've always said for a while they're going to have such a hard team going against these teams on the West Coast. Uh, they were able to go through the first time. It kind of They had some luck because every stop that they went to in, in Denver, there were injuries. In, in uh, um, Utah, there were injuries. In Golden State, there was injuries. In, in uh, When they played against uh, uh, Clippers, Phoenix, everybody. There were injuries. Every, every team. They, the LeBron Lakers, didn't yeah. play when they played the Lakers. So right. Their first West Coast trip of the year, they actually did very well because they also had they were uh, uh, beneficial to the circumstance. Yeah. Now, right now, they're a victim of circumstance because now you have guys that Zach Levine is not fully healthy. Nope. Demar Derozan is start uh, starting to kind of wear down. You see that thirty yeah. two year old knees starting to kick his ass. Uh, Alex Caruso is finally back. There's there's players where we're waiting for them to come back so we can see what they're really going to look like when the tournament starts in a couple a uh, couple weeks. Because I mean, we're talking about what fifteen games left for the yeah. season. Fifteen. So I mean, we're we're getting close to the point where we're actually going to have to go through and and see what's going to go on with this team going into the playoffs so these games right here they're important because you're still worried about seeding we're getting to the point where they've dropped down to number four they want to try to shoot back up to number one but they they were fortunate because they were go they were able to go ahead and be, uh, beat the Cavs um, but we see other teams kind of not taking them so lightly anymore where in the beginning of the season right. I think they had a lot more leeway but they also were fully healthy I mean it's exciting to see that they're back in in People paying attention. Well, when's the last time you were paying attention to uh, the Bulls? It's, it's been a while, right? Since it's it was it, was it the Derrick Rose Bulls? Uh, man, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Pre- prior to the big contract, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're talking about his rookie years, his first right, right. couple years when he was explosive yeah, and yeah, not hurt. Everyone was paying attention, and yeah. Joe King was in there. You know, but that was. That was I think. Was I think the, the big key to know when a team is on the rise is when casual fans start paying attention again, that's right? right. right. Like, because you you get you, when, in the lean years, you're like you're still watching the Bulls. I'm a fan of the team. I want to yeah. see. I want to see. It's it's just like being married. I'm going to see you at your worst. I'm going to see you at your best. That's what being a sports fan, a real, true Chicago sports fan. Nice. That is what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. Are you loyal every day, not just when they're good? No, I totally agree. And this is where where we agree, and this is how we can we we can talk about baseball because he's going to watch the White Sox. Yeah. And I'm going to watch the Cubs. Right. And I'm going to be a knowledgeable fan. I know who's on the Cubs team. He knows who's on the White Sox team. So we can have a dialogue and be respectful. Now, if we're talking to Joe Schmo from the South Side or or Billy from the North Side that doesn't know who's on the team, it's like, yeah, I just go for the beer. Yeah. Then we're gonna ha- we both have issue with that because we can't have an intelligent conversation with somebody that's gonna beat us with stupidity. Yeah, y'all gonna y'all making me feel bad. Look bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You're going to home opener. You're you're going to home opener. <laughs> but look, I mean, th- th- that's the difference because that's. This is one of the big main reasons we started a show where we talk about all sports. You know what I mean? Because I feel like you got Southsiders that hate Northsiders, Northsiders uh-huh. that hate Southsiders for no good reason. Be like, be like, oh, the White Sox suck. Be like, okay, why do they suck? Uh, because they're not near my house. 
We're like, what? <laughs> what? They're, they, they're, their stadium is way too far. But like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. No. Especially you live in Schaumburg like, and you go to Bears doesn't games. Doesn't a Cubs fan, I hate the Marlins. Why do you hate the Marlins? They're really far away from my house. That doesn't make no damn sense. <laughs> so we're talking all, well, we got to figure out a way. Yeah. We got to figure out a way to incorporate golf in here. You told me not to say it. But, <laughs> that was him. But I, I golf. Was, I'm not good at it, but I golf. It. Let me be the golf all right, expert all right. on that. All right, what's going know. on with golf right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, actually, the Players Championship is happening right now. Right now, and yeah. It's a, it's a, is Tiger in it? It's crappy. Hey, man, don't worry. Come on, man. Tiger just got inducted to the Hall of, World Hall of Fame. Right. The Golf yeah. Hall of Fame, right? So it was a beautiful speech. But no, the the the, the tournament's in, in Florida, and it's crazy weather. And oh, it was super windy. It was super windy yesterday. Shit all over the course, yeah. yeah like, I, I saw that like they were hiding out in the clubhouse. It's like watching me play golf. <laughs> so you got a chance. Like that, that's what I'm talking about. You're like the wind's blowing out. I can do 400 yards easy. <laughs> I got you. Oh my god! I've never seen so many balls in the water, man. I'm telling you. You, you know what I do enjoy with golf is when they do the celebrity stuff. You know, when yeah. they have like Chuck and, 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 and Tom Brady yeah, or when uh, Tiger ha- was playing with his son. That was awesome. That you know, right there. Yeah. That is or, something or that, that will catch my eye. Tony Romo, who's apparently a fantastic golfer. Yes, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was, there was talk when he, when he first came out the NFL yeah. and went into the booth, there was talk about him going on the pro tour. Yeah, and who's the basketball player? J.R. Reed? He's in college. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he's, yeah, and he's uh, golfing. Man, he's, he's golfing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, yeah. man, we can incorporate in here. You see that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shit, we got shirts and stuff. It's, it's J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. Smith. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, he what's going on with the Blackhawks? Blackhawks. <laughs> uh, Black uh, it looks like they won yesterday, and... Uh, yeah, let's do that hockey. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they they had a big win yesterday, but I don't know. Just like you said, only the true fans are going to continue to watch that team because they are bad. Yeah, yeah, man. So if you're a hockey head, a puck head, uh, good for you. Um, I am actually turning that off, and I'm turning on the Chicago Fire. That's how bad the Blackhawks are. <laughs> God, oh man, the Chicago Fire oh. get I uh, got their first win of the season. Uh, Ivanovov. And Jonathan Borenstein scored the Chicago, for the Chicago Fire as they posted their first victory of the season and remain undefeated with a 2-0 victory over host DC United this past Saturday in Washington. Following a pair of scoreless draws to open the season under new coach Ezra Hendrickson. Hendrickson, sorry. What? Sorry, Hendrickson. That was close. That was close. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. That's, That's close like Chicago and Miami. <laughs> I hate them. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chicago finally showed some offensive life, man. It was actually a pretty good game. I had that on my second TV, and then the first team I had the Bulls game. Uh, sound off on the uh, on the fire game, but it was actually a really entertaining game because they were playing in like 20-degree weather as well. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, good for them. <laughs> I mean, mucho frío. Yeah, mucho frío. Yeah, mucho frío. I yeah. mean, you're, little, you're playing little shorts and you got nothing on top of you cover your head. It's cold, man. Okay, like I said, mucho frío. What the fuck? That's the love I have in my heart for Chicago Fryer. Mucho frío. Oh. Like see, I, I don't even want to go see them at Soldier Field, but I just feel like I got to take you to a game see, now. I told you I hablo the Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cold, cold-blooded, the Chicago Bears, brother. What's going on with them? Hey, Khalil Mack not going to be cold no more because he is moving his ass over to L.A. Because the L.A. Chargers have acquired Khalil Mack from the Bears last week. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, they're sending two draft picks uh, back in return. It's a second in the 2022 draft and a sixth in the 2023 draft. And a lot of people said that wasn't enough. And I keep reminding a lot of people that he is old and injured. He's old in the sense that, like, not in the sense that I'm old because I am much older than him, but in the sense that he's 31 years old. He has back problems. He's had a couple of knee. Last year, he was out for half of the season with a foot injury. So, I mean, it's time. You got your brand new GM, Ryan Poles. You got your brand new coach in in, uh, Iberflus. And you got, you know what's funny is that when you look at Ryan Poles now, his assistant, I don't remember the guy's name, that he hired from, uh, from Philly to be his assistant GM, like literally by his side. Like he, he almost looks like a sa- traveling secretary because you see him right next to him, just writing every writing down everything he says. Like there's like they're double scouting everyone. But yeah, I mean the the Bears went nuts. They 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 got rid of Magnum. What, what do you think about that move? Um, I think it's time, especially if you're changing your scheme. Um, and then you you're not gonna win next year. You're definitely not gonna win next year. So why not move these big contracts that are gonna hinder you from getting some young kids in there, and then being able to have enough cap room in 2023 to go after the big players. Yeah, I mean, there there are rookies that they drafted in the last couple of years. I want to say, I think it's Travis Gibson, yeah, Gibson. Uh, who actually played really well. And mm-hmm. don't forget, they also have uh, Robert Quinn, who is about the same age as Mac. But one of, the, one of the things that people were talking about, specifically Bears fans, was they thought that there should have been more of a compensation for a guy like Cleo Mack. But you look at the fact that what he's able to, been able to accomplish in his career compared to someone like Von Miller. And you think about Von Miller with the Broncos being very good all those years. Right. He got traded midseason. And won a championship. And won a championship. But the difference is he is a, right now, he is not injured the way that Mac is. And he's and, a free agent. And and he's a free agent. So, yeah. I mean, that's there's a big caveat there. And he's like 32 versus Cleo Mac being 31. So, when you think about Von Miller, Von Miller, I think you think about him being a little bit older. I think he was longer in the league longer. I just think it took a little bit longer for people to understand and know who Cleo Mac was. I think the issue that people don't understand that is the Chargers are going to eat the entire contract going forward. Correct. So, any of the dead money, which is the, the signing bonus which we already paid out that's us for this year but the chargers are picking up the rest of the contract so it's off our books yeah it's off the books for 2023 um they they are still gonna have to take a 24 million dollar cap hit mm-hmm. on dead uh dead salary cap, yeah. but yeah uh, the chargers are playing all of his uh all of his salary he, look, he was here for four years. He's been good. He had 36 sacks and 53 games with the Bears, and he was an AP All-Pro first-teamer in his first season uh, in 2018. But I think once that season was over, a lot of fans didn't see what they were expecting out of him, and I think he was always a little bit injured. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was time. It was time. Yeah, we didn't see him all last season, pretty much. So. I, I think all, a lot of players started quitting on the on the team. Yep. Yannick Robinson, Mac was like, you know what? If, if, if it's a nagging injury, why go out there and risk the rest of my career? You know, Alec Robinson was even getting schemed, thrown at. I, I don't even know why he dressed. You know, Tariq Cohen. Yeah, I it, mean, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, the, the Bears were not done. They've been super busy this week. They cut Tariq Cohen, who they cut with an injury designation. Right. Now, don't forget, he had that ACL uh, two years ago in 2019 season. Um, and he also lost his twin brother to uh, gunfire. So, yeah. like, there was a lot of stuff that, that went on with him personally. Um, we, when we saw him around the team, the funny thing about him is that once he got cut, he went on Twitter and he said something like, do y'all know how to file for unemployment? <laughs> Which I thought was, that was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, I'm, that's, that's fantastic. Um, the Bears are also parting ways with no 
nose tackle Eddie Goldman, who was one of the players that sat out the COVID season, decided that he was too scared to get COVID during that one year, and then came back last season and got COVID. So that was a really good move for you, buddy. Yeah. Um, You'll get signed somewhere real quick. Well, he's He's young. Yeah, he's a young guy. He's only 28 years old, but the the Bears are just choosing not to re-sign him. I think what you're seeing with, like I said, uh, Ryan Poles, he's number one. All right. You're going to cost me too much money. By the time that the rest of the team catches up to you, you're going to be too old. Go find a job that fits you now. Um, the same thing with Khalil Mack. Finding him a situation because you look at what the Chargers have been able to do. With, with Bosa. With how good with Bosa, yeah. how good Herbert's been for them. Yep. I mean, they are a team that's on uh, up and up. Now, the problem is Khalil Mack has been injured the last couple seasons. Joey Bosa can't stay healthy, so I mean, it's going to be interesting because now you got these superstar guys that are going to play, what, six games between the two of them next year? And they'll still get to the AFC Championship. And they'll still get to the AFC Championship and play the Bills or the Chiefs or one of these other fantastic young teams. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so like I said, the Bears are cutting a lot of fat. Eddie Goldman is on his way out. They also got rid of Danny Trevathan. That was surprising. And Danny Trevathan didn't surprise me because he's actually a little bit further on in his 30s. Don't forget, he was the guy that they took over Nick Kwiatkowski a couple years ago. And Kwiatkowski went over and signed a big contract with the Raiders. And he is now getting dropped by the Raiders. So there's a good chance that Kwiatkowski who was paid a bunch of money and then got cut, could be coming back to fill out that spot with the Bears. But again, new regime, they have no loyalty in him. They have no, yeah. uh, you know, they don't know anything about that guy. And uh, so, yeah, um, one more player is Hakeem Hicks. Hakeem Hicks. Uh, they are not going to pursue him in the free agency. He is a free agent. And um, Minnesota might be looking at him. Ooh. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. So one. Uh, yeah. And then also we talked about Allen Robinson a little bit earlier. Uh, there are rumors out there now that the oh, Packers no. are looking into Call him. That. And he, but here's the thing: they can't afford him because they just gave Aaron Rodgers a four-year, two hundred million dollar contract, which means you get fifty million a year to make you the highest-paid player in the NFL. Um, what the hell is going on here? You better hope that you're going to win next season because that's this is an Albert Pujols contract right here. That's one of the dumbest contracts. <sighs> I I just don't want to see that guy. Well, he's he's, he, he's an arrogant little bitch. Yep. He, he owns the Bears, man. Oh. He can own <laughs> hey, he can own the Bears, but guess what? You haven't won a championship in over ten years. I have a guy in Milwaukee, man. He won't stop talking about him, and it's just yeah. a, it's there's not, nothing else not, in he's Milwaukee. Definitely not going to stop talking about him. All right, so now that we're talking about owning the Bears, we've actually seen a couple reports out there that the matriarch of the Bears, Virginia McCaskey, is in failing health. Uh, She just turned 99 in in January. This comes from sports mockery. So take it with a grain of salt uh, because who knows what the hell they like to say. They they just make shit up sometimes. But according to them, (laughs) according to Jeff Hughes of the Bears blog, the longtime matriarch condition, uh, the longtime matriarch's condition quietly deteriorates behind the scenes enough to where the rest of the family is in crisis mode wondering what might happen if and when she ends up passing away virginia mccaskey is not well and all things inside the mccaskeys are not either the family has rarely been in this much turmoil over the last 30 years and there are some close to the organization who believe that a sale might actually be on the table once virginia passes one other person that we lost this year uh, at the age of 99 is Betty White. White. Okay. So, I mean, like, for, hey, look, 99 seems to be a sweet spot for old white ladies. I don't know if she's going to kick the bucket. 
But uh, <laughs> I don't know if she's in the kick the bucket, but this is George Halas' daughter, the founder of the NFL. I mean, it's cool that she. It's cool that this is a team that has one of the very first original ownership groups. Right. And they were they they one of the ownership groups that started with football. They didn't. Yes, they weren't like, yes. hey, I got I got I make ketchup, and yeah, now I'm gonna right. buy this no, team. Their, their right, money right, is exactly. from football, right? Their money's yeah. Awesome. Their, their money is in football. Um, I I mean I don't wish her any well. I hope she can live another you know five, six, seven, ten years, whatever it may be. But at ninety nine, I mean, what's the quality of life at ninety nine? Hey, she's at every game. She is. She's there. She's at every game, hanging out, drinking her beer and eating hot dog. And pooping in her depends. Uh, yeah, hey, of course. It depends on if she gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't I don't think it's gonna affect the way the bears uh moving forward. E- even if she passes, I don't see the family selling. Do you? I look, I think it's possible. I, I think that you look at the kids, the grandsons, the, the people that are there. I mean, I think at this point you can look at, at, at George and, and I think he can see and he knows for a fact. He he, he said it several times. I am not a football, football guy. Player, yeah. I am a fan. So when he went out looking for his next GM and his next head coach, that's why they had their whole leadership where they brought in all these people. You know, they had their 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 token minorities that they brought into the mix and wow. they brought in a young black GM. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I think I think George sees the writing on the wall and I think that he I, I honestly I feel like he understands that he is not in the best position neither are his children or his siblings because one of them already passed away I, for, I forget which one we reported on it last year I think it was um, Ted McC- one of the McCaskies the, the younger uh, the, the next generation um, but yeah I mean I think that they realize that they are really not in a position because they don't know how to build a team and I think that you got to th- what benefit do they have to hold on to the team? Yes, they're fans of the team. They love the team. But think about this. George is, what, in his mid-60s? Uh-huh. He's got a bunch of kids. If you sell that team, you're just generationally wealthy. And you yeah. can do whatever the hell you want with that money. Exactly. And, and, and that's literally, like you said before, the Bears are where they made their money versus I was an oil tycoon and I bought a team. Yeah. They're, all their money's tied up in the Bears. So that's why he had to go pick up Ryan Post from the airport just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, they're making moves too. I mean, this whole Arlington. Yeah. So I don't know what's what's going to happen. To, you know, the, the new ownership's going to take that on too. So is that that if, if that was if that were to happen, I'm right? The deal that. the deal for the Arlington is supposed to close early next year. Um, right now they're doing all the surveys, all the uh, technical stuff that has to go with with the sale of land. Um, but if the Bears were to sell. Is there an owner out there that you would be like, yes, I want that. I want this guy to buy the Bears. For me, it's got to be Mark Cuban. Yep. That's the guy. That was quick. Because <laughs> yeah, really yeah. that's what I was in, in my head, Mark yeah. Cuban. Mark, Mark, he wants to get into the NFL. He's been trying. He's yeah. been trying to get – he tried to buy the Cubs. Yeah. He tried to buy the Cubs when the Rickets were on there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah. And who who else has that kind of money? Because, I mean, like, what are the Bears ranked? Like, they're got to be, like, what, top three franchise in the NFL as far as, like, the, the – Value. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Dallas is number one because of that stadium too. That's the big thing is that do you wait till you build that stadium and then sell the team because right. that stadium brings it, a lot of real estate, brings a lot of, of value. Us, it's the land, right? Right. So I mean, that makes a big difference too. Anybody, anybody, anybody comes to mind? You know, when it comes to Richmond, I mean, let's 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 go outside of the box about mm-hmm. Elon Musk. Oh, he's a hey, numbers guy. You're gonna get the the best quality of technology, you know, inside and out. Yeah, maybe but we, maybe uh, we get some cool uniforms. 
Oh, first of all, they'll change. Bears, the bears they'll change color. Cool. <laughs> the bears uniform. I love the Bears classic. They always wanted like you should change it up. Why the fuck would you change up something so clean and classic? It's I mean, like Yankees, the Yankees uniform. I mean, come on, man. And 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 you know the thing is, is that if Elon Musk does own the Bears, I mean, we might get our own fucking like personal transportation pods to something. take us to and from the game. Hey, hey. run and, that, and, run and, that. And maybe we'll get our pods like we talked about last week, yeah, right outside think, the stadium. You guys think about that. One, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can always get one of those uh, big ownership groups that owns one of those uh, uh, European soccer teams. Or you could be a dumbass like a Packers fan and just buy a piece of paper that says, I own the Packers, so I have a say. Thank you very much. And go eat your cheese, you fucking redneck. <laughs> I mean, right. go ahead, go ahead. You, don't, you don't think people would do that? Like go and try to be? Yes, of course, of they, course would. they would. Of course they would. That's an easy way to raise money. It's like, I bought a star. <laughs> okay, what's your name? The star. Uh, star. Star, like, <laughs> like here's a picture of it that looks like every other star. Oh yeah, they're twins. Okay. Anyway, um, a couple of play, uh, free agents and players that uh, the Bears were kind of looking into and targeting. Uh, one player who definitely won't be joining the Bears is wide receiver Amari Cooper, who has a gigantic contract somewhere up uh, north of $20 million. Uh, he was traded by the Dallas Cowboys over to the Cleveland Browns for a couple of low draft picks. There uh, goes his career. There, well, I mean, like, look, you, you saw what happened with... Um, yeah, Beckham. Beck, yeah, Odell Beckham. He was traded from the Browns over there. Odell Beckham looked good in his first couple years with the Browns. They got Jarvis Landry, who is his best friend. They were there. And now that they got Amari Cooper, they've actually granted um, Jarvis Landry uh, uh, the go opportunity to go find a trade. So that's that's a little bit of interesting news. And uh, also the Bears might be targeting Juju Smith-Schuster from the Steelers, so a lot of moves, moves in the NFL. Um, there's a lot, a lot of players that the the, the Bears are linked to right now. Uh, I don't want to get anyone's panties into a twist before we figure out what the hell's going on, <laughs> see what's going on with the draft first. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, before we get out of the loop, we have a couple of uh, brand new, spanking new news items that just oh dropped with the NCAA tournament just about to start. Uh, we got some seating here in the South region. You got number 10, Loyola making it, and they're going to face. Is that another seven, another 99 year old lady? That oh, She's about 199. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was, I was at the thrift store and I seen a shirt that says, Do it for Gene. I was like, Man, I can't wear this old lady, dead, this dead old lady shirt. And then I was like, Oh, she's not a dead old lady. She is an alive old lady. So did you buy the so shirt? Did you buy the no, shirt? Because he was already on. I was like, well, shit. I was. I thought. I thought that shirt. <laughs> that shirt's probably gonna outlast her. Anyway, um, <laughs> in the South Region, Loyola does take number ten, and they're gonna face your favorite state, Ohio State. Number Fuck seven. Ohio. Yeah, in the round one, that's gonna start on Friday, and also in the South Region, you had number four fighting Illini with Kofi Coburn. And if you want a fun thing to do on a Sunday afternoon, go ahead and Google his name because it doesn't sound the way it's spelled. Good thing you said that because I would have <laughs> fucked that up. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it burns. Yeah, Kofi Coburn. <laughs> Kofi Coburn and number four Illini are gonna face number thirteen Chattanooga in the first round. So, uh, yeah, man, it's cool to see a couple of local teams do it. You know, we saw what Line A was doing last year a little bit, kind of making some moves, and uh, we got our boy Ayo Dusumu coming over from them, and I think they, like I said before, I'm, I bet Line A wished that he was still around, but oh, he yeah. is not because he's out here kicking ass for the Bears. So that's some good news for our for local Bulls. basketball. Yeah, you, you know what I mean, the Chicago team. <laughs> local team yeah. That's how you know I'm a true Chicago sports fan, because so, I talk about it. 
<laughs> you get in your Bears mode, and that's all you see is Bears. I did, man. I did. I see As that. you wear your Bears hat. That's right. Fucking right. I, I do have a Bears hat. <laughs> I just came from uh, our softball practice, which just ramped up again this week. So, yeah. And finally, Notre Dame has made the tournament for the first time since the 16-17 season. Uh, they finished this year with a 22-10 and and record. Uh, they're going to face the Rutgers Scarlet Knights in a first four matchup. That means that they are an 11 seed with Rutgers. So they're going to go ahead. This is like a playing game. And the winner of this game is going to face the number six seed Alabama in the first round. So if you were tired of uh, E talking about Notre Dame, guess what? He's going to talk <laughs> about Notre Dame. All, just, all. just a little bit is basketball. So, you know, that's I, I, not- think, I think they win their game. Hey, uh, look, anything can happen. You know what I mean? Like, they, they have a strong team. Mike Bray always does, brings his boys out to yep. play. So, I mean, look, we have uh, the Irish. We got Loyola. We got Illinois. So, we're going to have some fun watching basketball in this <sighs> tournament. And we got the Bulls. And we got the Bulls. There you go. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. What's that? Hold, hold on. We have some breaking. Tom Brady of, of the... Of the Buccaneers is going to be playing football again? What do you hear about this, Z? Oh, whoa, yeah. Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter, always breaking news. Here we go. Adam Schefter, who's on the phone. Adam was the guy who broke the initial story that Brady was going to walk away from football. Adam, uh, what is it that changed during this two-month period? Well, Reese, we've been through this dance before, I guess, and we had this conversation a couple months back, and it's been 40 days since... Tom Brady retired, and I think as he stepped back and reflected in his statement, he did not feel like the time was right right now, and he certainly seemed to thank his family, which I think would help him along in this process and help usher him to this decision. He never stopped loving football. He never thought that he couldn't stop playing football, but the fact of the matter is he was ready to walk away until he wasn't, and I think he stepped back and saw what would be ahead and decided in this particular situation that he wanted to continue playing. And we heard the Tampa Bay Buccaneers say at the Combine last week that they were going to leave the light on for Tom Brady. Leave the light on. Well, it's a good thing they left the lights on. Tom Brady found his way back in, and he'll be back with the Buccaneers this season. Dude. So, uh, uh, yeah. Tom Brady, we just talked about this like three weeks ago. Is Tom Brady kind of come uh, keep playing football? Is he done? I mean, look. He came out today. This is about an hour ago. Uh, again, on Sunday, he came out about an hour ago, and this is what he put out on his Twitter. It says, these past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates, and I love my supported family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back from my 23rd seasoned, uh, season in Tampa, unfinished business, LFG, and if you don't understand Twitter, that means let's fucking go. So uh, <laughs> I yeah. think I think Giselle's like, um, yeah, you're annoying the shit out of me. <laughs> go back to work. She had forty days and forty nights of Tom Brady. And says that is too many days and nights, ladies and gentlemen. So I mean, I, we like I said, we talked about it a little bit before. Are you surprised at all that Tom Brady's back? I'm not surprised. Of course not. I mean, he's going to go back to a team that can contend today for the NFC Championship. You know, the, the big thing that I said at the time, he said he's going to play till he's 45. He's 44 right now, so he is going to play till he's 45. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I was right, and uh, I have proof and receipts, and we can go back and record and rewind and do all those things. But I bet you uh, I bet you it said that I was right. 
He's right. He's right. <laughs> oh man, can we can we keep that for future reference? You can keep it all you want. Yeah, that's fine. You're right. So what? Yeah, Notre Dame too. Yeah, mm. yeah, Notre Dame, Tampa Bay, mm. Tom Brady. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Mm. You know what I got to say about that? No, please tell me. Swish. <laughs> all right, fans. Let's take a pause for the cause, and we'll be right back with our new segment, the Bottom Line. After a quick word from our sponsors. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. This is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official on Instagram and Facebook. Check us out. Y te lo dice Enrique Calderon. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. We're here again with our special guest, Enrique Calderon. What's up, brother? Que paso, muchachos? Yeah. <laughs> Been having fun with you guys, man. It's awesome. Awesome, awesome. It's a blast. Good to see you guys in action. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Bottom Line. And that's The Bottom Line. In this segment, we discuss the biggest Chicago sports topic of the week. Woo-wee. And this week, it's baseball, baby. Woo-wee. That's right. Baseball's back, ladies and gentlemen. And it is hot. So we're going to discuss exactly what has happened, what has cons- uh, conspired, no, yeah. t- transpired, perspired, perspired, all yeah. of that stuff. All the, yeah. All the blood, sweat, and fears. <laughs> oh, man. So this is what we need to know. And then he's going to take it away. Because he's got a bunch of thoughts on baseball. I pulled so, out the thesaurus, by the way. You know, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what's funny is that, you know, it seems like they listened to our show last week when we, all three of us, including Mikey O, went in on MLB and they're like, you know what, guys? You know what, guys? I think now's the time to go ahead and take care of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm gonna, that, that was my best Mikey O. That is a good Mikey O impression. <laughs> I'm be with you. I know Mikey O personally, and that was a very good Mira, tu sabe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we need to know about air baseball. Opening day moves to April 7th 
it will be a full 162 game schedule. So you're going to see a couple double headers at the end of the season mm-hmm. to make that up. Spring training camps open on March 11th, which was this Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody's mandatory show up day is today, March Sunday. 13th. Yep. This Sunday, right? So everybody should be in camp already. Spring training games start on March 17th. And we started off right because it's Cubs versus Sox for two straight games. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. I know you're excited to see Nick Madrigal in the Cubs jersey. Moving on. <laughs> Free agency began immediately once the CBA was ratified, and it's been a hot stove, especially for the Sox and the Cubs. They've been making some moves. MLB is going wild. Right now, the biggest thing is where is Correa going to go, right? Uh, I think we already know he's going to the White uh, Sox. Oh, <laughs> look at the slip. Yeah, uh, Freudian slip. I was getting ready to say Northside. <laughs> I was getting ready to say Northside. All right, the playoffs have expanded to 12 teams, so everybody gets in, everybody yeah. gets a trophy. Yeah, that's like, what that looks like. like NBA. <laughs> Participation trophy. Yeah, there go. The National League has now adopted the designated hitter. No more pitchers hitting. Yep. And then uh, I, I believe the uh, the last Cubs pitcher to hit a home run was John Lester. I think was it John Lester? I think it was John Lester. I'm pretty sure I yeah. saw. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah. like Marquee Network put out a, a tweet when they were when it was when it broke uh, the news that uh, that. The NL was going to adopt the uh, the DH that Lester was the last Cubs pitcher to hit a home run. And then doesn't Zambrano hold the lead and then yeah. home runs? Yeah, because it was something like uh, the last Cubs pitcher to ever hit a home run, and that's, that's uh, how it that came out. Yeah, yeah. That's a good uh, nugget for a yeah, baseball trivia. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's a good beer bet right there. A <laughs> good bar bet. Yeah, there you go. Take that to output. The CB, I will. The well, CB. Oh no, White Sox fans. <laughs> hey, no, hey, actually, hey. there's a lot. There's a lot. It's 50-50 over there. Uh, CBT is a <laughs> He's like I don't truth. know Tell the truth I got nothing <laughs> CBT is expected to begin at 230 million And grow to 244 over, over the years okay. Extra inning games are backed to normal Thank God So yeah. no more double headers uh, uh, Of seven innings No more ghost runner Yeah Which is I'm fine with that I'm fine with the Ghost Runner. They went, being gone. They went back to the original rules. I yes. mean, that's what they did, and yeah. and that's the thing is that you're going to get a full 162, and you're going to get your true nine inning double headers. So no complaining when these games are long. Yeah, they're supposed to be long. Yeah, just baseball. I mean, y'all never been like. If you're at a game, it's free baseball. And, yeah. And, unless it interferes with my salsa Sundays at Cubby, but then I got a problem. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, salsa. I mean, Sunday, salsa Sunday baseball. <laughs> Combine them both, man. Yeah, that's some salsa when you're watching uh, Cubs and the Sox. That's right. That's right. Do it to uh, to Cubs. Don't worry about them Sox. Uh, we get we get some ESPN <laughs> games you, now you too. Be across from Wrigley, and you're like talking about White Sox. No, just no, just put it on the TV. No, you, you don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so next uh, bases will be as big as Jose Altuve next year. <laughs> oh, almost got him. <laughs> almost got him to spit it out. <laughs> baseball. First of all. It was beer. It was beer. That's what I was putting out. Oh, my God. Bases will be as big as Jose Altuve next year, and the bitch clock will be implemented. I'm sorry. Did you say the bitch clock? Yeah. <laughs> because these pitchers are bitches holding the fucking ball for fucking 30 minutes. Fucking get up there and pitch, bro. 
The oh, fucking cat just giving you the sign. Just go, man. So I wonder if uh, how Nomar would do in this in this scenario. Oh my! Gonna, like he had to like take his shoes off, kick the dirt out, relace them, and then put him back on, mm. and then do the wrist straps, and then sit there and go get a fucking enema and like all this other shit before every at bat. It was crazy. Yeah, he's he's doing that fucking Aaron Rodgers enema, cleaning it out with his <laughs> herbal tea and all that shit. <laughs> herbal essence. Uh, one thing that was kicked on the road was the international draft or signing of international players. Players, uh, MLB tried to put that in the last second. And players had no, nope. did not want that at all. If you have an international player that's eligible and you offer him the most money, you should get him. Yeah, I mean, uh, one one person that we saw that was very vocal about it as far as like big names go was Fernando Tatis, and he was all over it. He was like, "This is bullshit. You know, this is not how it should be." Because basically, if I'm if I'm understanding this correctly, they were basically just going to try to throw him into the draft instead of just right. allowing him to be signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's not that's not right. I mean, no. in my opinion, because if you're already a professional overseas somewhere, right, you should have the opportunity. You're to come a free over agent. And be a professional. Right, player. you're right. a free agent at that point. And especially with the the the, the I think there's a, a a Japanese player who's high. On everyone's list right now as a free agent so i mean like you know you're gonna take him who has been in a professional baseball in the japanese leagues for years and go ahead and dump him into the draft that's bullshit and we know where he's gonna go right japanese player there's only two stops the mayor well the mariners the mariners the mariners are a big name um also i mean the, the cubs have been here's the thing the cubs have been tied to literally every single free agent that's out there right now because they have a lot of they have a lot of holes to fill when you think about like oh how many like Really good major league ready players that they have right now. They have they don't have a ton. They have a lot of prospects right, right. now. So I mean that's 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 really what that comes down to. But yeah, I mean like th- that's that's a lot of free agents. Uh, speaking of free agents, the White Sox added free agent reliever Joe El Mariachi Kelly. Oh, that's right from the Dodgers. Yeah, <laughs> free agent second baseman Josh Harrison this past Saturday. Sources told MLB.com Kelly's deals for two years with a club op- option for a third, and his pending physical. Harrison's deals for one year, five point five million, with a club option for twenty twenty three. These are like you said, filling holes. We had a problem with the bullpen last year. Uh, staying healthy, we we needed a second baseman. So right now, we still need. I I still believe we need another starting pitcher, and we need a talented right fielder. Whether it's Chris Bryant or uh, uh, um, uh, Schwarber, Schwarber's going back to the White, Red Sox. Schwarber's going back to the Red Sox. I mean, he's got thirty two teams now. He does have thirty two teams, but I mean, like for the type of player he is, the the way that his skill set worked so well. In Boston, I, and, and he does have he does have thirty two teams now with with the DH, so that'll yeah. be interesting. But uh, you know, you talk about the, the the White Sox needing starting pitching. One guy who they're no longer going to be able to get their hands on is a former White Sox pitcher, That's Carlos right. Rodon. Carlos Rodon signed for two years, forty four million, I believe, with the Giants. With the Giants, eight. He was a uh, class act with with us. I don't know about his wife because she was uh, quick yeah. to be on Twitter and criticize everybody. Have you ever seen her tweets after a game? Yeah, she gets really upset with fans and, and people. But I wish him the best. He he had struggled a bit with injuries here, but when he was healthy, he was dominant. Yeah, I mean, you know, what especially last year, what we saw when we saw him come back and had to go come play an approve me season. Yeah. Approve it season. Yeah. I mean, he killed it. He killed it. I mean, like he got hurt towards the end. I mean, like he he, he was he was on the really good track because it looks like between him and Lance Lynn, there was a possibility they were both in the running for the MVP, the Cy Young. Right. But unfortunately, they just couldn't hold it up at the end. And uh, yeah, so I mean, the 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 White Sox, uh, 
they're they're a very interesting team because like you said they're filling holes they're finding little they're finding players for all these slots they have to to fill just like they did with when they got joe kelly yeah they also signed vince velasquez this mm-hmm. is according to uh robert murray from fan side he's a right-handed uh pitcher so they're stocking up on arms because they know that at 162 you're going to need some arms and we don't have a proven fifth starter right now no so l- let me ask you a question enrique last time you were on the show uh, i was around new year's of last year and you told me oh boy that you're a white Sox fan man so what are you expecting out of them this season well you know i, I went to a couple of games last year um very entertaining very good i'm just you know hoping for the best for these guys you know that they step up and, and start making some more noise again you know we need some we need some more uh can they win the division this year ah I, I have no idea. You have no idea. You don't think they can win? It? I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, every it's division's good. tough, but you know, it was, it was it was tough last year watching them go through that stuff too. You know, I, I think a lot of stuff that happened last year with the White Sox is that they got off to a, 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 such a fast start and such right. a good lead right. that they let their guard down. And they fizzled, and then they fizzled at the end because there was no pressure until the end. And uh, and for me, that that falls on, on management. What do you think? Possibly. I mean, I think. They just need to be able to, to manage all their players and, and keep them fresh and, you know, because it is a long season, you know. And now, based on what you guys are hearing with all these new uh, rules and everything and mm-hmm. everything going back to com- to normal, they're going to need to uh, pace themselves and, and stay strong. And, I mean, the, the thing is, is that with baseball in general, I mean, they, they barely, barely got in under the wire where, I mean, because they already announced that they were going to cancel the first week of the season, the right. second week of the season, so it's like four series, so then they're going to they're gonna just tack those on towards the end of the season, but, I mean, they actually found a way before the season, uh, before the actual Major League season was getting ready to start to go ahead and salvage something to go ahead and, and do their thing, so... Um, yeah, so a couple more moves. You got Dodgers, uh, your boy Clayton Kershaw signing back with the Dodgers yep. on a one-year deal pending a physical. What? I knew you were going to bring this up. <clears throat> so pending a physical because it's been a while. These guys are, have not been able to report to their uh, locations in spring training. So like, if you're an MLB player, you can show up early as hell. You can show up at any point to the facilities. But because of the strike or the lockout, whatever you want to do. No, it's a lockout. It's, it, was it was a lockout. lockout. It was a lockout. Uh, because of the lockout, that's what they were. They were locked out of facilities. They couldn't use anything that was by the team. I mean, that's all well and good. But, I mean, this guy has been on your team since he came to the majors. You're going to tell me that at some point no one's heard from him to say, hey, how's that elbow doing? The elbow that you get injured <laughs> once a year. No one knew? Pending a fucking physical? Shut up. Did you rub some... Uh, did you rub put some... some b- b- put, some t- put some tussing on it. <laughs> put some Vicks on it. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just spicy Vaseline. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, what you got with the Cubs, man? Yeah, Cubs signed a shortstop, Andrelton Simmons, to a one-year, $4 million contract per Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic. Uh, Nico Horner is currently projected as the uh, Cubs opening day shortstop, but they've also been rumored to be a destination for Carlos Correa, which I believe will happen because Ooh. I am very optimistic when it comes to my team. Until it doesn't happen, then fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Cub fan. That is a true Cub fan right there. Yep. Yeah, true Chicago Cub fan. Um also, uh, a former Cub and White Sox, Steve Ciszek, uh signed with the Nationals on a one-year deal. Um, we got a couple other guys. Um, Robinson Trinos, 
Was he on the White Sox for a little bit? No, no. Okay, well, he signed uh, Blue Jays signed pitcher Yusei Yusei Kikuchi. Yeah, I said that. What you say? What Kikuchi? The the Rangers (laughs) traded shortstop Ian Kiner Falafa Falafa for a for to their twins. I heard his falafel was really good. Yep. Okay. Uh, Rocky. <laughs> Rocky signed shortstop Jose Iglesias to a one-year deal, as okay. well as Alex Colome from the White Sox, formerly the White Sox. So I mean, I was surprised that they didn't try to bring him back because he seemed like he he seemed like a pretty good piece for the bullpen, even if he wasn't to be closing. Uh, you know what? You know why? Because we're gonna go back and um, sign Tapera. Yeah, I like I like Tapera. I love Tapera. What about Kimbrel? Uh, Kimbrel's getting traded. Kimball's getting traded. Whether whether it's now or at the deadline, he will be traded from the White Sox. What if he's playing well though? Do you still trade him? Because I mean, you're talking about it's different if he was on the Cubs and 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 they're like a floundering contender like they were last year, where they come out hot yeah. and, they, and they start to kind of slow down. It's a it's a big difference because he was actually very good for them. He was great for the Sox, but when he came down to it, where he's not the closer. If he's yeah, not the no, closer, yeah. he does he doesn't do well. So Hendricks is still the closer. Hendricks is still the closer. So that okay. that's that that's the problem right there. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I There's look, a I lot think, of names out. There. I just, I just feel like Kimbrell's still valuable. I mean, like, I, I, I do too. I still think he should be the closer. Hey, you I know still what? think he should be the closer. I think closer by committee. Hendricks committee. has proved has proven that he can play any bullpen role. So why not make him the eighth inning guy and hold on to the other guy that's a very good closer? Hey, I don't run this team, but my philosophy is stack as much talent as as you can, especially in the pen. And then you know what? One day you close, one day I close. It doesn't matter as long as we win. At the end of the game, we want a ring, right? You want that championship ring. Talk to Jason Hayward, right? He had made a speech. That's right. He made that speech, and guess what? It turned him all, all the way around. I mean, we're not going to pay that much for a speech, but I'll pay that much for an arm. Yeah. Uh, the Cubs also signed reliever <laughs> Jesse Chavez, who they got a couple years ago, uh, yeah. and he went over to the Braves last year. That's per John Heyman. He, they gave him a minor league contract. He is 38 years old, so we'll see what's going on with him. Uh, interesting news out of one of the big uh, prospects that the, the, White, uh, the White Sox, the Cubs got last year. Cody Hoyer went under Tommy John surgery Yeah, right before the lockout. All right, all right. So I follow him on Twitter, and he, as soon as he posted it, I seen his mechanical arm, and I was like, what the hell? So the reason it was is that he didn't know when it was going to be over. So he had surgery prior to everything happening and, you know, during the lockout. So this pretty much is going to put him out of the year. Oh, yeah. No, he's gone. He's gone for the whole year. Yeah. So uh, I think we won that trade now. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever, dude. Like, I, here's the thing. We don't know what's going to happen with him. I mean, and, and that's the thing is that the, right now the, the, the Cubs are looking for, towards the future. So we have no idea what's going to go on with this team. He'll be fine. He, and he'll be fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, we, we're just very hopeful. Um, one other nugget as far as what's currently going on with the Cubs. Uh, they gave David Ross an extension uh, through the 24 season with an option. So they gave him a little bit more. How do you feel about that? I like David Ross. I like Rossi. I mean, I think he's a good general, and I think he's really good for these younger players. Um, it, it, it's kind of interesting to me because when you look at all the players that were around from that 2016 season, he was the one guy that left right after that season. He didn't stick around mm-hmm. as far as like being a part of like what what are we going to hold on to? Well, that was, a, that was a retirement year. And he was, it, was, it was his retirement year, so he got to go out on a bang, and he got his title, and 
and you know he had a great time in Chicago. And married, got married to the chick from the, one of the Chicago shows. Yeah, I the mean, Chicago so he, Med. He's, yeah, he's done good for himself since he left. So I mean, I'm, I'm happy for for Rossi. I really like him, and and I think just I think he understands what what the Cubs and the Cubs culture is all about because every team has their own feeling and their own the history of the Cubs, and and even sitting there in, in a going to a place like Wrigley Field, being there every single day, and that's your job. This is where I get to work every day. Sign me up. I mean, shit. So, a uh, couple of free agents still on the market real quick. We still got Chris Bryant, who can play third and left, and you mm-hmm. think he's going... I would love him on the Sox. Shut the fuck up. Okay, next <laughs> up. Nick Castellanos, right fielder, was on the Cubs a couple years ago. I would he, love him too, right fielder. He field. opted out of the final two years and $34 million of his contract with the Reds, which is weird. Um, but Who wants to play in Ohio? Well, I mean, it's just, it's weird that he went there and just, like, I think the Reds thought they were doing something else that they weren't actually They were doing. They were stacked. And I think they were also trying to get, uh, I, didn't they have Trevor Bauer for a little yes. while? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, until he threw something at somebody and then they traded him to Cleveland. Yeah, and then he tried to throw his dick at a bunch of people. And then, whoa, you know, whoa. We're going to beep that out, right? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Two beeps, one for each of his nuts, the son of a bitch. That's how you really feel. There's this There's this guy, I, I'm trying to pronounce his name, Cor- Korea? Oh, he's a shortstop. Uh, it looks like he used to play in Texas somewhere. Uh-huh. He so sounds like he might be a, a good player. I don't know. Maybe the I don't know. Walter Cubs Walter was talking about Cubs how Joe about Kelly's a cheater and that we should. How should we feel about them? Like, wh- what if the Cubs get Korea? Are you still going to be complaining that? Oh, you have a cheater on your team. <laughs> I am going to Korea uh, to the <laughs> to Grandstand and go get me a Korea Cubs jersey. <laughs> I knew it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now that he's on your team, he's no longer a cheater, right? I didn't call him a cheater. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You can't have it both ways, people. Yes, you can. It's called Neapolitan ice cream. You get all three flavors. Okay, next up, Freddie Freeman. <laughs> Freddie Freeman, uh, formerly, maybe currently, maybe in the future, uh, first baseman for the Atlanta Braves. That's a very interesting name. The Yankees are going hard at him. Yep, they are. It, it, I mean, yeah, they, they do. That I sometimes. set you up for such a good joke. They Come do on. that sometimes. I mean, you know, it depends on. Hey, I just went to the Louisville, Louisville Slugger factory. They use all types of uh, wood. wood, and depending on the density, that's how hard it is. So, go Yankees. Um, yeah. So you could take a pill for that too. Yep. And then <laughs> Blue Chew. Um, and the last of uh, one of these bigger names. Actually, there's a couple here. I'll, I'll write them off real quick. Kenley Jensen. Yep. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, not for us. Not for well, who is us? You is you, is you the White Sox? Okay, that guy. Okay, Schwarber. Yes, Schwarber. You want him? I love. I Schwarber. think he's going back to the Red Sox, man. I think he just. I, I think. I think he likes the Red Sox because it feels like the Cubs. It does feel like the Cubs. And I've been, like I've the been Cubs. there. I've been there. So you it does feel I mean? like the Cubs. Uh, interesting name. Someone who we've talked about quite a bit on the show. Mike's boy, Jorge Soler. Oh, that Mike, Mike that Deportes. Mike. One of uh, the seven mics we have on the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Kendall. Like, pick a mic, pick a mic. Microphone. Microphone. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got that reference, people. <laughs> uh, he's tied to a bunch of teams. Uh, the Rangers. The Rangers are spending some money, so he's, he's tied there. He's tied to a bunch of teams, and uh, watch out for uh, Mike Deportes on the on the uh, Twitter machine because mm-hmm. he will report that as soon as possible because that's his boy. No, he he'll definitely uh, yeah he'll he'll definitely be the first one to know about that. So and we'll uh, have him call in after that. I'll be watching real uh, real soon or real close, I guess. I don't know. I'll be watching real close. Anyway. Uh, Trevor Story, shortstop, who we all thought was getting traded last year to trade deadline, and he wasn't. 
and he was not. For some reason, the Rockies says, "No, nah, we're gonna we're gonna let him uh, go ahead and go somewhere for free. We don't want players for you." That was the dumbest. This is why no one likes the Rockies. Well, yeah, because the fucking beer's not cold over there. Anyway, yeah, so he wasn't uh, while drinking Coors Light. That's right. I baby. know. That's yeah, the, right. The, the irony. <laughs> that's right, baby. <laughs> uh, do they only drink banquet out there? I mean, what was? <laughs> yeah, dude. Have you do you never watch the show The Ranch? That's all. Give I me, love the show give, The Ranch. Give me a banquet. <laughs> like who the fuck is drinking regular Coors? They drink Coors Light banquet. They drink PBR. They drink everything over there yeah. in that show. Come on, I paid attention. That's a Ashton Kushner show. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. It's a good show. It's, a good it's, show. it's like the '70s show, but a grown up. So, but I mean, this is a very interesting and, a, and unique uh, situation for shortstops because you had Javi Baez, you got Carlos Correa, and you have Trevor Story out there. Now we know that Baez uh, signed before the Detroit. lockout, but I mean, if you look at it, one, two, no, when have you ever seen uh, three shortstops of that caliber be available in the same offseason? No, free agency is completely different now. It, it, these guys want to go to free agency and make that 300, 400, 500 million. Well, and then they also line up their free agency season with the where you're going to have other players that play the same position so you guys can jockey for who's going to get more money. Mm-hmm. And if Javi Baez is worth this much, well, Correa's got to be this worth this much. Right. And Trevor Story's going to say, well, I'm at least worth, I'm worth at least as much as uh, Baez. So, I mean, that's how you kind of jockey each other. So, I mean, you know, a lot of interesting uh, players. The last one I talked about a little bit earlier, and uh, I'm going to butcher his name because this is my bu- my best. Uh, Troy Tulowitzki? <laughs> no. Hey. Tulo, holy crap. No, this is my my best Big Z impression, so here oh, comes boy. the butchering. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's just Seiya Suzuki. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not that bad. But, uh, yeah, he was the, uh, the player that we were talking about a little bit earlier, the Japanese player. Uh, he's a very intriguing free agent. Um, he was on the uh, Hiroshima. Shima Karp last year. He's a power hitting right fielder and he's drawn interest from a number of teams, though the Mariners, Giants, and Padres have been considered the favorites to land the 27 year old. So I can see the Mariners, the Giants, and even the Angels going after them. Yep. I don't see the Padres doing because what the Padres do on a year, they do the same cycle. They'll sign a bunch of free agents, they'll suck and not do anything with it, and then they'll sell everybody off. So don't expect the Padres to do, do much. Well, I mean, they, they have a lot of players on the team right now, a lot. Like, they got, what we were talking about before, Manny Machado, yeah. uh, Tatis, they got, uh, what's his name, uh, that was on the uh, Royals a couple years ago, Hosmer. They have a lot of good players. Over there. They still got you Darvish, but I, I just... you Darvish is going to struggle with the pitch clock. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%, because he likes to take his time. Yeah. It's like nice and slow. He's sitting there, you got Usher playing in yeah, his head. Yeah, motherfucker, it ain't Bob Ross. Or <laughs> trees, trees, <laughs> clouds. This is uh, a pain point for you. <laughs> I like this. I, the pitch clock or with you, Darvish? No, the pay. You know, yeah. How long do you take to pitch? It, it's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. You know why? Because I'm a big fan of Mark Burley. Mm. Well, yeah. Hey, yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Two hours or less. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna let's go. Let's like, go, yeah, baby. Got shit right, to do. Right. He's like, I got drinking to do. That's right. <laughs> that's, right. No, that's right. He's like, I'm gonna get my four wheeler and drink some. He's like, I heard the rocket. <laughs> I heard the mountains are blue. <laughs> Guys, right. let's go. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right. So hey. Baseball is back. Yes, There's I'm a excited. lot of movement. And guess what? It's time to fire up the grill, uh, get your beers and cigars, and let's go do it, baby. Baseball is back, and that's the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. Hey, guys, this is Mike Deportes, and you're listening to True Chicago Sport Farms Podcast. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> it's that time again, brother. Uh-oh. You know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring a Pod. All right, Enrique Calderon yeah, is in the baby. house, baby. Yeah, so All right, nice. Enrique, since uh, you like to eat, you know. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. We're, 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 we're handing you the reins. Yes. Okay? Um, we did this with Mikey O last week, and he, he made us make out with sandwiches, which I was not on board with. So now we're going to ask you, what is a weird food that you like that most people don't like? Uh, I'm a huge fan of, of Asian food, and mm-hmm. so there's this... Uh, this little appetizer called shumai, which is uh, a it's like a <laughs> shumai. It's a uh, like a shrimp dumpling, but it's mm-hmm. like a soft, and sometimes they'll fry it or they steam it. But mm-hmm. it's it's pretty good. Yeah, you know? some people worried. like it. I think you have a some people like it. Some people don't. I mean, you got me worried because I I hear shoes and Asian people. I'm like, are you taking shoes off of Asian people and deep frying <laughs> it? Put some tempura on it or some oh, shit. Man, them, them scrimp scrimp shumai is is delicious. Okay, so what I mean, like, uh, or, what, what is the, what is the flavor like? So it's it's a little mushy. Okay, you know, so like if it's steamed, it, it'll kind of like taste like Jello a little bit. Okay. But it's a warm Jello. So you get like the steam, but dumpling. then you'll get the, the the texture of the shrimp, you know, and, and it's it's pretty good. They have a nice little sauce. Okay, um, pot stickers. I know some people are weird about what they put in that meat. Sometimes you don't know what it is, but you know, mm, yeah. but it's I mean, delicious. If you don't see squirrels or rats around the, I, <laughs> I, 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 I used to have this bumper sticker when I was in high school, and it, and it said, and this is what it read. It goes, "I love catch the cats." It tastes just like chicken. <laughs> is that why I don't see rats in Chinatown? Uh-uh. <laughs> or, cat, or cats or dogs. I could tell you stories about Chinatown. Make oh, you never no, eat there ever please. again. Please, anyway, oh, please all right. don't. Because all right, like <laughs> right, all right. So uh, just because I am allergic, shrimp, I'm allergic shrimp to shrimp. I am out. I'm George Costanza. I'm out. Oh man. So. It's on you. Yeah, I'm eating the fucking shrimp. What's wrong with you, man? I don't want no sea roaches. First of all, (laughs) you don't get no sea roaches, first of all. Second of all, when you grew up where we grew up, scrimp is a fucking delicacy. Are you serious? I, I, I bet. Yeah. I just can't eat it. I'm allergic. Now, are you allergic just to raw shrimp or are you just allergic? Uh, Shellfish. Shellfish. But so am I. Yeah. I still catch shrimp. I, I can't touch raw shrimp. So, like, if I touch raw shrimp and I touch my face, I'll break out. Or if uh, I eat it, I break out. But if it's fried or steamed, is cooked, fully cooked, I can eat the shit out of some scrimps. You, do you eat sushi? Yeah. 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 You, you know, I eat sushi, too, because, oh, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I've had, like, uh, sushi and shrimp and stuff like that, too. So, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with it. I mean, too bad, so sad for you, sir. But uh, It's yeah. okay. They got steak there, too, man. No, no <laughs> hell no. Yeah, they do. You go, you go to a sushi no. shop. They got, they got steak. Yeah, you know, they got rice for you. Go away. You take your fucking. <laughs> I rice. got rice and avocado. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I actually, no. I, fun fact: I did a, a, a sushi learning uh, how to do sushi. How to roll? Yeah, how to roll? It was pretty fun. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm, an, I'm talk, an expert now. We talking about the Cubans and all that stuff. You got now. You know how to roll sushi. You can roll some cigars. We having a good afternoon over yeah. here. Eddie That's can sure. roll some other stuff too. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> 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 I'll be eating all your food. <laughs> It's legal in Illinois. It's okay. It is. It uh, is. So, so, what is your favorite food of all time, man? Um, like, man, favorite food of all time. I will have to say that it's like a pad thai, like a spicy pad thai shrimp. I fucking love pad thai. I do okay. chicken pad thai. Some little tofu. Oh yeah, I can do know. tofu in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Peanuts in there, you know. Oh, you can't forget the nuts. <laughs> Well, where, where's your spot to get a good pad thai? 
Uh, let's see. There's a good spot in uh, downtown called Siam Rice. Okay. Um, very good spot. I like it there. Okay. That's one of my good spots over there. And then I used to have another one that was right down the street when I used to live in, in the city called, uh, dang, what's it called? It's right on Addison in Milwaukee. I can't even remember the name of it. Mm. But it was a, it's a real good spot that I used to go to all the time. In that, in that little plaza? No, no, no. It's a, it was just a little corner. It's like right on the, off the corner. Oh, okay. Like a block, block west of Milwaukee. Okay. All right. But we never, what is your favorite food, man? You know what? To be honest with you, I mean, it's going to it's gonna be Mexican food because I can eat it all day. But well, it's like a food, a dish, man. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying, like uh, uh, a tapiqueña, which is like a grilled steak prepared in a certain way yeah, when it has yeah, that I whole know. plate. So, um, like what stuff it? like that. It's like a Amigo Chino. There was a, play, there was a place that we used to go to and you get a big dumbass fucking... That big ass steak that like you're like oh I need a second plate to hold this steak yeah the skirt steak that is uh, falling off the plate well, yep. let's, let's go back to the name again what <laughs> Chino? Yeah, I'm not even kidding <laughs> and it, and the, the Chinese I'm telling you right the, the, my he's favorite, from L A my favorite part was that we used to go there when I used to work at Apt it was a, a young lady who was just uh, uh, her name is Brenda we talked about on the show before with the glitter bombs and we used oh, to go boy. there and she's like half Asian so we were like oh we brought our Asian friends to Amigo Chino. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what about you? My, so my favorite food is going to be super simple. It's going to be my sweet tooth. Give me a really nice cheesecake. Like a, it's so clean and so like delicate. And there's like and getting doing one just right. I, 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 I'll put a second one in there. This is a, a perfectly done egg. Because so many people fucking burn their eggs, or they put it over heat, or they like crack. You know what I mean? Like people don't. Are you talking like a scrambled egg, no, or you just a, just a an scrambled egg. egg, a fried egg, a, a poached, poached egg. egg, a boiled? If you do it right, this that's one of the things I, I talk about. It says, "Oh, I didn't catch up for no." If you put ketchup on something that I prepared for you, he hates ketchup. You're telling me that. <laughs> You don't think I did a good job cooking, or you don't like the food that I cook? Because if you're going to take some beautiful that. eggs and put some ketchup on it without even tasting them first, that's an insult. I, I understand because when, when you make a good steak, it doesn't need anything. It doesn't need anything. If you do it right, if you. But there's right. the thing is that not everyone like not everyone will will cook a steak. You know what I mean? But like ev- almost everybody can make. Says they can make eggs. There are so many people that just like they they fry they burn their fried eggs, yep. or they overcook their scrambled eggs, yep. or they put some unnecessary shit in there, or they put the salt in too early and it fucking draws out the moisture. A perfectly beautiful cooked egg now, is, is a thing of beauty. Have you guys tried to make the Gordon Ramsay scrambled eggs? I've made them. The best. I've made them. I've the made best. Them. Yep. I love it. Hundred percent. You know what? I, and it's a process. Yep. Did I have those? So uh, no, I I can make them. So basically, what it is is, your you put your butter in your you make it in a pot, right? Okay. You put your butter and your eggs in there, and you start to you start on a medium to low flame, and you start to whisk them in the pan okay. in the pot, the and pot. you slowly, and then once you start seeing start to form around the sides, you pull it off the heat and you keep whisking, and then you put it back on the heat. So you're delicately. Uh, Building your heat and delicately slowly cooking your eggs, mm. and right at the end when it starts to kind of blend, you can hit it with a little bit of crema and sit there and hit it, and then uh, mix it in, and it just makes it so smooth. And that's when you add your salt, your pepper, your chive, and you're good. And you're beautiful. Butter. Butter, don't but, but, butter. Well, because my that's mouth the thing, is, is watering. You well, you put you put the butter in there when you're actually mixing the eggs. Right, right, right. So it actually because some people will put milk or other dairy in it, but I'm saying at the end, especially when you put that crema at the end of that little hit, bam, and it oh my god, it opens now, it up. This is where I see a problem for Big Z. He does not have patience. 
That's the no. big thing. The yeah. bitch, that's bitch the clock, thing about eggs. The bitch clock. The bitch <laughs> clock. The bitch clock. <laughs> so he might have to. Yeah. He, he's had a problem. Like, it's like a 15 minute process yeah. of actually just sitting there and whisking and whisking. I liked it. I, I, I and it all the And because the thing time. is, too, is that once you kind of, own, when you almost get to the end and you cut a little bit of cream cheese or yep. something, it, I mean, it sour, elevates sour it. Cream. But here's the problem. So many jokes. Z, Z's got a problem because he's, <laughs> he's talking about the bitch clock. He's like, bitch, where are my eggs? Ding. Where the fuck are my eggs? He's like, man, fuck all this shit, man. Oh, man. Man. All right, before we get out, <laughs> uh, before we go, what you looking at? What are you watching that isn't sports? And I'm going to let the guest of honor go ahead and kick us off. What are you watching right now, man? I am watching a, a an, watching an anime show. Uh, now it's um, from a cartoon to live action, uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Gigantor was all about that. I watched it. I yeah, it kind of lost me. Well, you know, it's it, it's a little corny, but the action's good. I like the fighting. You know, the storyline's pretty decent. Um, the definitely opening soundtrack to that is is amazing. Oh, it's dope. I, I love it's it. dope. It gets you hyped up for what you think it's gonna be because if you remember the original Cowboy Bebop, that's a cool show. Like, yeah. I'm not super into anime. My daughter is right, but I mean, it was that. It was Lupin. Remember Lupin? Oh yeah, yeah. Lupin the Third. Yeah, those, yeah. those were like it was a few of them that I was into. Right, but yeah, I mean, I. I uh... But I like. I mean, it's cool. It's you know different. It's and it's good. Like I said, good storyline. And, and the actors are pretty decent. They're yeah, John Cho from uh, Harold and Kumar is in yeah. it. Oh, okay. okay. So, uh, yeah, and my kids got me into it. So, yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I'm watching. Any I think movies that. or anything? I just saw the Batman movie. Uh huh. Yeah, just saw it three hours. Sat through the whole thing. <laughs> three hours. It was dark. It was. Uh, Did you feel the three hours? Not really, not really. So it, it moves. It moves. It moves. But there's still a lot of there's a lot of dialogue and uh the action scenes are great. Okay. You know the car chase scenes are great. The fighting scenes are great. I mean, but the way it was shot, it's very dark. So make sure you. That's DC. Though. Make sure you don't. That's very DC. Make sure you don't um want a nap because it so, might just so, make you fall. So, so don't eat a big meal for it. Don't, yeah. don't partake in <laughs> yeah. any herbal refreshments prior to seeing the Batman. But it was a good, some good twists and turns. I, I liked. I, how, I, how was uh, Zoe Kravitz in it? I heard she was. She's not bad. She she did good, man. She did good. I, I, you know, she did good. <laughs> I mean, if you were to to rate the top three Catwoman, where would she be rated? Mm. Yeah, mm. is it three or four? I don't. Well, you got Eartha Kitt, you got Michelle Pfeiffer, you got Halle Berry, and you got uh, this one. Well, Halle Berry, and, and you got Anne Hathaway. Uh, oh, Anne Hathaway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. I, that's there's the there's a reason I didn't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. No, they they it they, wasn't bad. They did a good job with her. She was a little. She was tough. She was a badass. She was a badass. Yeah, yeah. The other ones, I think they sexualized uh, Catwoman too much. This was not. Okay. That, okay. It was not that. Which this is was, very this was more. This, and she's a young woman, and mm-hmm. so it's very easy to do. You know what I mean? And then yeah. But uh, I think uh, Riddler was in it. Paul Dano. I don't know if a lot of people know who he's he is. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's a, he's guy, a very good actor. Very he's been good actor. for long. He did a great job. Yeah, I was impressed with him. I heard he's really good. And then um, who, isn't it Colin Farrell that plays yes. the Penguin? Yeah, yeah. And he's unrecognizable. You yeah. can't because yeah. he looks like that other actor with that the the, the comedian. Uh, uh, he's got Danny a chubby. Vito. No, no, he looks like oh, I forgot his name. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking I, about. I, I, I don't know his name. Yeah, I can visualize. I just can't. I can't pull the name. Yeah, right now. so it's like you could have hired him for cheaper. But I understand. Colin Farrell is <laughs> a very, very yeah. good actor. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I am looking forward to finding some time, especially as a Batman guy. Yeah, Totoro is in it too. He's good. Totoro, yeah, he's awesome. All right, yeah. what you been watching, Z? Uh, there's two things that I'm watching. In one of them is the Marvelous Miss Maisel season four. Yeah. I sent you some yeah, messages because 
you're a big comic guy, and they reference a lot of comedy over the years. And like stand-up comedy. Yeah. I, I, like, so so this is your first time in the studio, and you see all the records I got over there. I mean, I have a stack like about this big, and I'm, I'm holding my hands, uh, you know. Show the width apart. Yeah. Uh, all comedy records. <laughs> all comedy albums. Because nobody, like, nobody buys those, so I get them for cheap, and I love them. Red Fox, Jared Carlin. Richard Pryor, Johnny Carson, I got them all, man. That's awesome. I'm getting into the the record things now, so yeah, slowly man. but surely get in there. Like, yeah, I'm take buying, your time. I play a lot of jazz records. You know where to go. Oh yeah, stuff, you know where to go. Yeah, man. Hey, he's gonna give you a library card, nice. and you can hey, come out. Z Z. I do that. So listen, I, 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 in all in all honesty, you library. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the library, the library, the library. But no, in all honesty, when you when you want to go pick up some records, let me know, man. I, I, I'll show you some places. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, for sure. That'd be great. All right, what else you got, Z? <laughs> I'm over here making dates it, with my new friends. I, I get, oh, fuck me. <laughs> Why do you think I'm making new friends? That's all good. That's all good. <laughs> uh, winning Time, and I know this is something yeah. that you're watching too. Winning Time, which is the the origin story of Jerry Buss taking over the Lakers. Showtime Lakers. The, yeah, the Showtime Lakers. That's yeah. right. Yeah, with Magic Johnson, him yep. getting drafted and so forth. So uh, episode one was really, really good. And um, uh, episode two comes out right now as we're recording. It's yeah. every Sunday. Um, it's a it's a must watch because it, it, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you didn't know about, especially because I'm 40 and that was like exactly when I was born, so yeah. I didn't know when yeah. that was happening. Um, and then last but not least is Pennysworth, uh, which is the origin story of Alfred Pennysworth, uh, of him being an SAS soldier and uh, being overseas and so forth, and just the beginning of how to be uh, how Alfred was. So and that's on also on HBO. Okay, that sounds interesting for you. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go back to Winning Time real quick because this, yeah, it, it was awesome. Uh, you had uh, uh, John C. Riley, John C. Riley, John C. Riley, Doctor awesome from Chicago playing yes. Jerry Buss and kind of giving the behind the scenes. I had no idea about the story of him purchasing the Lakers and being part of that ownership group and, and understanding all the shit that went into it. I didn't know about his his uh, his brilliant career, Doctor Jerry Buss, right. before he a, came into the he's NBA. A that money so yeah. i mean it was, that was amazing and it's just the story of like uh, um magic and all that stuff and what it did what it led me to watch was the kareem abdul jabbar documentary talking about him growing up as lou elsindor uh getting drafted to the bucks and how the bucks would not like a guy named kareem abdul jabbar so he ends up on the lakers and just seeing his career seeing how he was just kind of seen as arrogant because he was educated and he's well spoken and all right. that stuff and then when he was in the movie airplane when he grabs the kid and he's like you look just like <laughs> Kareem and he's like he's like no that's not me I, I forgot his name in the in the movie and he's like grabbing the kid and he's like listen kid I was working my ass off all season <laughs> breaking the fourth wall so yeah that that was that was really cool um but yeah I mean so I actually have been watching is that a Showtime or HBO uh, HBO, HBO man HBO, okay. yeah so I, I watched a couple of things um I caught up on Gemstones the Wretched Gemstones I finally the that's end of the second love that I saw the first season I, I, I got oh, second start second, second season it was really good I just finished that up. Um, um, I watched Free Guy, which was really cool. I watched Told it a couple you. times, actually. I mean, yeah, GTA uh, in the movie was really, really, uh, really well done. Very entertaining. Um, and uh, I also rewatched again because it was just there. And I watched Shawshank again. I can't. Oh, yeah, it's on. They put it back on. Yeah, it's on HBO. It's always on. Yesterday morning, I sat there and AMC just watched the it. It just, bounce, it just yeah, bounces around. Always on. AMC don't count. I mean, that's not the real, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. yeah. But it, it bounces around from Netflix. I'm okay, to, I'm okay not seeing the rape scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
awkward okay. silence. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna move on from that. Um, yeah. So the the other uh, thing we went to the movies last night and we watched the movie Dog with Channing Tatum, who I used to call uh, the charming Tater because he's so fucking boring. <laughs> he's just like a nondescript, good-looking white guy. Here we go. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty good movie. I mean, if you don't know the premise, it's basically a uh, former army ranger who has a uh, another former soldier who passes away. He was part of a unit that had a canine in there, and the uh, when the soldier passes away, he is tasked with the uh, the job of bringing the dog over um, to his funeral. Um, and uh, just like him and the rest of his crew, uh, the dog had a very traumatic experience going overseas and, and being in war, and uh, had very weird uh, uh, interactions with humans after that point so um yeah it was it was good i i mean i i could have checked it out on, on hbo or showtime so i mean like if you're if you have someone in your family that is in the military something like that it's definitely a good a good movie to check out gotcha. um the last thing that i was watching um i was actually watching it quite a bit today it's called fastest car and this is, of course, it's on Netflix because that's all I watch. Um, but basically what this is, is it's four, it's three guys that do their own builds. They call it sleeper cars where it's just basically random ass car where they kind of soup up, have to race against a supercar. So okay. something like a Lamborghini or a Ferrari. And uh, basically what they do is one guy had like a fucking like 1978 Chevy van and somebody had like a 1940s rat rod and all these cars. And they show you it's a 45 minute uh, uh, show. They kind of show you all the modifications and things like that people have done to the car. And at the very end, they're like, yeah, I'm Bob. I built this. I, I bought this car for eight hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to fucking uh, race it against these guys who paid three grand in, uh, on their car and another 80 grand on all the parts. So huh. I bet I'm going to win. I, you know, I. I was uh, asleep until you guys called me for this, and all the other guys were like, I, I, you know, I, I gave up eating for three weeks so I could buy that new carburetor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it is pretty cool. And, and when you get to the finale, the final episode, it's going to be every. Uh, every driver that won each one of those episodes is going to face off. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I've been playing a lot of Forza on Xbox and all these different cars and shit like that. So it kind of, kind of caught my eye there. Do so you have I, the wheel and everything? No. No. <laughs> no, man. no man. I did get the Nintendo glove last week and uh, it sucks. <laughs> Oh man! He so, didn't use it plugged in with the with the Nintendo either. <laughs> can we go talk? Can we go back to talking about Shawshank? Oh, <laughs> oh man! Hey, so so listen up, Enrique. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I know I, I sound funny when I when I say your name uh, because my my accent is not quite on point. Even though I'm, his accent's Wicker Park, not Puerto Rican. I'm, I'm only an honorary Puerto Rican just by uh, by, by injection of uh, Acapulco. <laughs> hey, there you go. But yeah, I mean, tell us, uh, tell us, you know, what you've been up to since the, the since we talked to you last in the pandemic, uh, everything that you've been going on, and uh, and you know, tell us about your new song. Yeah, the last the last time we talked, you know, we were still in pandemic form. No, you know, Cubby Bear wasn't happening, and uh, we opened back up in June of twenty twenty one, and just yeah. been going strong. You know, live music, every, you know, every Sunday night. And, uh, you know, business as usual. Yeah. You know, I got going with performing again last year, and, you know, it's been great. Uh, I released, you know, the two songs last year that mm -hmm. you guys have, have on, mm -hmm. uh, spoke about last last year. Uh, and that's, that's pretty much it, man. Got a new job, too. Like, I'm doing some traveling, too, for my job. Awesome. Going, what? Uh, I just came back from Augusta. Okay. Augusta, Georgia. 
didn't get to see you know they didn't get you to didn't go, go to the golf course no no but i was recommended by a few friends in my golf uh in my golf group saying that i should go fill out one of those landscaper applications maybe i can get it that way <laughs> <laughs> even if you just drove up there like uh, get to hey. work juan yeah exactly and i was going like, hey yes i'm here for the <laughs> the, the bushes landscaper application please hey bro i'm here for the grass <laughs> <laughs> just so i can see you know to get in there but um yeah so that's been going great um and uh let's see started a new project got a new single coming up you know so i'm very excited about that so you you brought us a little clip of your brand new song why don't you tell us about the new song i did yeah this is a, a song that i heard back in 2014 it's a, a cover of a pepe aguilar song called okay. Entre Dos Rios and uh, very excited about this I have a, a guy from Puerto Rico Carlos Garcia who arranged the song and um, used a lot of my Chicago guys um, Richie Santiago Timbales. you know I got a couple of guys Carlos Aquino on trumpet uh, Oscar on, uh, Oscar Lopez on bass uh, Victor Gonzalez on congas from here Chicago and then some guys from Puerto Rico that you guys don't know but I at least wanted to shout them out because those are my guys yeah, yeah, my yeah. band so it was, was kind of exciting that's awesome let's take a sneak peek at Entre Dos Rios from Enrique Calderon Quiero decirte Algunas cosas hoy Quiero que sepas que mi vida te doy. All right, we can't give you the whole song. Yeah, no, whole no, song. no. Song we got to give you a little taste, man. That's right. You got to get you hooked on it. Just a little tease. Man, look, I, I, I'm excited to hear the whole thing. I, you know, we were just talking about records a little bit. I mean, you can definitely hear your jazz influence on there. I mean, I love it. Yeah, uh, man, it's a, it's a different tune, uh, a little more. I, you know, I like to think of it as more of a Victor Manuel feel, you know. Yeah, it does. That kind of has that feel. Um, I'm making a video for it, so that's going to be coming out soon, too. And you know, just trying to get uh, back into the groove. New year, new new gigs, new here. You know, doing a bunch of stuff like that. I just had a gig last night out in Naperville. Um, I'm gonna be doing some traveling while I'm singing too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going That's to awesome. Indianapolis in April. I'm going to Maryland in May. Wow! And hopefully, you know, maybe I'll get another gig out in in St. Louis. So I'm trying to do get out of Chicago and perform out there. Sometime, when you know? when is your next performance? Uh, yeah, and in April, April twenty second in Indianapolis at okay. a club called Estadio. Estadio. Oh, we have a Estadio here in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this single comes out what day? March twenty sixth. Oh, that's coming up. That is coming up pretty soon, ladies and gentlemen. That sounds like uh, well, something. What you don't know, it's I'm actually dedicating that for your birthday. Oh, I oh, oh look, at look at that! Look at that! The love lost. Oh man, I told you I found a new friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, w- where can we find the single? Uh, you're gonna be able to find it on all digital platforms: Apple Music, Spotify, Title, Pandora. Um, YouTube, you know, all those, anything where you can stream music, you should be able to find it. That's, That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, support your your friends, your your, your recording artists. We support My Logic. Yeah. We support you. Uh, we know the struggle. We know the, the the blood, sweat, and tears that you put into your music. And, and and people think it just happens. It doesn't. It takes a lot of steps. It takes a lot of time. Uh, a lot of investment. A lot of money, investment yeah. and, and money to That's put right. yourself out there. So and, and people don't always realize, like, how important, you know, it, your friends always want something for free, right? Like, oh, oh, I, oh man, let me get a free. No, man, support your people. Right. If I'm your friend, support me. That's the, you know what I mean. Like, right. don't just you know, hey, share my stuff. 
listen to my stuff. Hell, play it on play. Press play and put it on mute if you want. I don't give. Yeah. Just put it on repeat. <laughs> yeah. Put it on repeat. Or even just as simple as sharing it. You know, just sharing, sharing it. it. Yeah. Yeah, sharing it is so huge. So you know, ladies and gentlemen, support your local artists, your musicians, your your whoever you're a fan of, and especially in the city of Chicago, support your people. We we need it. We love you, and we do it for you. So that's right. Anyway, well, before before we get out of here, Enrique, every Sunday, where are you? Excuse me? Why are you every Sunday? And every Sunday, that's right. <laughs> Salsa Sundays at Cubby Bear. You know, been longstanding. This is going to be my sixth year as the host of wow. Salsa Sundays at Cubby mm-hmm. Bear. And we're there every, you know, every Sunday. And you so, do Salsa and you do lessons it? at eight. Yes. And then tonight we have DJ Mars, and he's our resident DJ. Been there for okay. years. So we're excited. Uh, you know, follow us on uh, Salsa Sundays at Cubby Bear on Facebook, on Instagram. You can follow me, uh, Enrique Calderon Official, on Instagram, on Facebook as well. And uh, you know we're gonna be bringing bands back shortly, so make sure you follow me and keep tabs on all that guy stuff. And you know, really appreciate both of you guys for having me here tonight. Absolutely, it's and been it, wonderful. I got to see the cave, and you're doing and you're doing your show on the right side of town. You know, it's the north side. You know what I mean? Like you brought a little south, you brought a little south side I, to the north I mean, side. I mean, I mean, I mean, this is a little west, man. <laughs> Suburbs, they don't even count anymore. Once you leave the city of Chicago, you're out. All right, whoa, whoa, it's, whoa, it's whoa, time whoa, to go. It's whoa, time whoa, to go. Cubby <laughs> Bear is on the north side. Yeah, but it's in the city. We're, we're outside the city. Yeah, I'm talking about Cubby Bear. He brought the show to the Cubby Bear. How did y'all miss oh, that? Um, we did. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I guess. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I guess the search for a new friend (laughs) continues. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening. That is it for today's show. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search your keyword, True Chicago, and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That is true fan 15 go and get your shirts right now. And don't forget to visit our guy Danny and his friends over at acsi.tech and check out their career section for an exciting new career in the communications industry. Go to acsi.tech, that's acsi.tech, and click on careers to apply today and get your 2022 going in the right direction. A big, huge, enormous thank you to my new friend, Enrique Calderon. <laughs> don't, forget, don't forget his new singles coming out, uh, dedicated to me, of course, uh, March 26th. And uh, check him out on YouTube and all streaming platforms. And, of course, once again, check him out at Cubby Bear on Sundays right across from Wrigley Field, ladies and gentlemen. Go and do that thing. Y te lo dice Enrique hey. Calderon. <laughs> Shout out to our friends at the Summitus and Summit App Podcast with Coach Mo and Justice. They are also available on your favorite streaming service. And don't forget to check out our people over at the Shy Native Radio Podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them out. And they're also live on Shy Native uh, Radio on Facebook every Tuesday evening at from 9 to 10 p.m. And of course, do not sleep. Mike Logic's new album, as I was saying, is now available. Check out MikeLogic.Bandcamp.com. M-I-C-L-O-G-I-K.Bandcamp.com. Logic with the K is back. Go and get your copy. And his music video for his single, Solo, is now available to watch on YouTube. 
Shout out to Ronish, Panic, Series Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your Moleman merch and gear. And make sure you check out this absolutely dope collaboration between Serious Beats and Custom Made. They are my favorite collab in the city right now. If you want your beats, go and check them out. The new beat tape, Treasured Paintings, is available now. Check out Serious X beats.com uh, my favorite track is called Burr versus Philly like I said before it's got this kind of 70s funk soul vibe that jazzy vibe that I love and, and it's kind of my favorite thing to listen to so make sure you check it out and listen to it for yourself don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True CHI Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and hit us up on the DMs. We want your stirring the pot ideas. We want your movie recommendations. And we want you to tell you how much we, you love the show because I yes. know you do. And uh, you can always hit us up at True Chicago Sports Fans at gmail.com. All right, y'all, for Big Z and today's guest, Enrique Calderon, we will see you next week for episode 88. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Swish. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. <laughs> Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.